Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! What's <laughs> You're like a crazy cat lady. You really are. I, I am. You are a crazy cat lady. I know. So excited showing us a gift she got from one of her aunts. Yeah, my aunts, Carla and Lisa, mailed me, I'll show the webcams, these pants yesterday. With pictures of your cats. Yeah, my cat heads. And Tim goes, how did they get those photos? And I guess they just scoured my my uh, Instagram, Instagram and my Facebook, Facebook for cute, perfect heads. You are a crazy cat lady. I will wear these all week once I wash them. Can you them. wear them tomorrow? I'll wear them tomorrow, yes. <laughs> Pajama party Friday? Did yeah. you Did you say, oh, Cats. Cat pants. No, I said, oh, I love this. That's how I said when I opened the package. It, did you open it in front of them? No, they oh, mailed they it. Oh, okay. They shipped it to me. Oh, look, Tim. Cat pants. Pants. They put He's only on slightly them. impressed. Cat pants. I also opened another gift that was under my tree from another aunt. I'm just opening gifts. I don't care. I'm an adult man. It's 38 years old. This is Christmas. But it's only the f- All right. 14th. What else you get? I got a coffee mug. Nice. With a picture of your cat on it. <laughs> Look, Tim, a coffee mug yes. with cats on it. Guys, oh, with pants like on the it. Wor- you know, I can't help. It. I don't got kids. You know, half my family probably hates me. a coffee me. mug? Like a nice, like a coffee mug that has like a little saucer underneath. Hey, like a tea mug, actually. Just because you don't have kids doesn't mean Christmas moves. You're breaking I, rules? I'm here to tell the kids that are listening right now at 608, when you're a 38-year-old adult, you can do whatever the hell you want. You want to open up your own gifts under your own tree? Whatever do you it. want. Man, you want to open wait. up gifts on the 13th of December? Just do it, man. Just well, do it. Well, Days of Christmas, dude, starts today. On the, mm-hmm. on the, is this the first or the 12th? No, wait, no. The 12 Days of Christmas, I think, starts yesterday. on Christmas, doesn't it? Well, yeah, mine dude. started yesterday yeah. on the 13th. Doesn't it start as it day one? starts 12 days before, I assumed. I thought it was we starting. We should look into that. Day one. Like, day one. If only is, we had a machine. 
That, which day one like, is Christmas. Yeah, because it goes into my true January. love gave to me a coffee mug and a pair of pussy cat pants. Yes, thank yes. you, Rafe. Wow, that was nice. Thank you, Rafe. Beautiful. My pussy cat pants are incredible. Little cool britches. The twelve days of Christmas begin. On Christmas Day, December 25th. Well, okay. got that wrong. I don't do math. Uh, oh, the okay. 25th? I just assumed you started cracking them early. No. Right? And they I'm go with through you, the epiphany. This is our 12 Kings days of Christmas. Our 12 days starts now. Yeah, I think later we probably should sing, because Moon wasn't here. The Rafe Williams 12 days of Christmas. Oh, Ooh, boy. yes. I assumed that was going in the rewind. Oh. It's oh. up. I mean, we can we can always do it again. That was beautiful. And maybe we'll do it later on the show for the for the folks who missed it. Moon missed it. Yeah. Yeah, and he we wasn't here that pipes. day. Hey, you weren't here that day. Ha. Huh. He was out entertaining the masses. I, I might have been writing. Right. Actually, you might have been writing your Christmas song that day. Whoa. Mm. Inception. <laughs> wow. Whoa. That's crazy, man. It was a Christmassy day, apparently. Whoa. Uh, that was a whoa. that was a creative Christmas day. Um, all right. Today is December the fourteenth. So there's a couple things today. Uh, what we should be celebrating. Not opening gifts early day, but uh, today is uh, today is free shipping day. Cool. Mm. Free shipping day. There's a whole bunch of websites that uh, are offering free shipping today only. So some entrepreneur created this uh, this uh, free shipping day back in 08, noticing online shopping tended to drop off around December 10th. <clears throat> this guy thought an event that promoted free shipping and guaranteed on-time delivery was just what the holiday shopping season was missing. Mm-hmm. So participating stores guarantee package arrival on your December 14th purchase by Christmas Eve. Like Amazon, Adidas, Barnes & Noble, uh, Cabela's, J. Crew, Macy's, Target, Walmart, Zappos. They're all doing this free shipping Zappos. day today. Ooh. Great shoe website. What is that? Zappos? Yes. Yeah, oh. They were like the first, right, to really oh. break in the shoe game on, on the nets. You need any type of shoe. Zappos.com. Oh, who's the guy that owns that? It's Amazon now. Jeff Zappos. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Zappos. Jeff Zappos. No, there's some famous billionaire. I think he started it. Really? Like one of the top, one of the top dudes. Wasn't uh, Steve Madden? Was it? No. Tony Swinmern. Ah, uh, yes. Is the founder the household name? Yes. Nick Swinmern. Uh, maybe I was thinking of something else. He launched it under the name ShoeSite. ShoeSite. ShoeSite.com. Cool. I don't know where Zappos came from. In '99, and then he made it Zappos, and Amazon acquired it for 1.2 billion dollars. Was there just a story about him? Was that what it was? Did he uh, die? Minutes or something? It says that Tony Hasaya. Did he uh, die in a house fire? No. It looks like. Let's see here. He died. I guess he was high on drugs and worried he was turning. It was at recent, no. wasn't it? Yeah, I guess he didn't die from drugs. Never mind. Oh, okay, let's see here. Was it? Was it a side. house fire? Something. It was like mysterious circumstances. Yeah, but he did pass. Recently. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh. Anyway. What do you see? What do you see? Talk. I'm trying to find Talk it. Talk to, to me. Find it. Yes, he died in a fire. Okay. Inside thanks. a storage room at That's his girlfriend's it. Connecticut mansion. What? And double wide. Yeah. Mm. And, and double wide. No. <laughs> I don't oh. think so. What? That sounds a little. But, yeah, it was, I know it was under like mysterious circumstances recently. <clears throat> Bummer. Okay, anyway, free shipping on Zappos today. Uh, today, is, uh, today is also uh, Monkey Day. Monkey Day. What does that mean? Is an official, uh, I'm sorry, unofficial uh, international holiday celebrating uh, monkeys. Monkeys in all things simian. 
Pretty hmm. on the nose. Including other non-human primates, such as apes, uh, lemurs, also. Cute. Celebrate that today. Monkey Day celebrated worldwide. It is often known as World Monkey Day and International Monkey Day. It's also, ladies and gentlemen, National Biscuits and Gravy Day. Whoa! Fantastic. I'll applaud that. Love biscuits and gravy. Me too. Is there somebody in this room that's not a fan? I think, is, didn't one of you say? Moon doesn't like biscuits. I don't like That's biscuits. right. He doesn't like you monster or something like that. I'm not sure I'm the monster here. Oh, biscuits. How could you not That's like That's exactly biscuits? what yeah. the monster would say. I'm the yep. true monster. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I'm the true monster because mine are uh, vegetarian biscuits and gravy. So it's like chunks Still of impossible counts, meat. So go ahead and hate me, I guess. It's fine. Not on International <laughs> Biscuits and Gravy Day. I won't. I'm I not going to. Really? No, I just feel I'm like I'm not going to urinate on your parade for that thank one. Thank you. You I just feel though. like you're, you're putting something in your mouth that's asking to suck all the spit out of it. No, but you've had a bad you've had bad biscuits. You've had bad life. biscuits. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna get you some nice biscuits for Christmas. Ah, a near tasteless sponge. Wet no, biscuits. Thank you. Coming oh. at you. Oh, Flaky I think biscuits. You're wrong. Open it, steaming, and then you peel the layer of biscuits. There are ones yeah. that are hard. <laughs> sure. Like, biscuits, they're, Michael. You're they're, eating biscuits. There are bad biscuits. If I could, like, you know, like, kind of. I guess pick the middle out of it a little bit, but like the top is always just hard, weird, Damn. dry. Uh, You're doing them wrong, man. Biscuits are stupid. Colossal oh, yeah. wave you know Dude, are you eating dog biscuits ones. and you think. <laughs> <laughs> are they bone His, shaped? Are they <laughs> bone shaped? No, you gotta like pack jelly into it. And then by that point, I'm like, what am I doing? I'd rather just have toast. Yeah, it just tastes like dog food. No, man. Oh, dry. No. This is the only soggy joke. bread I can get behind. To be honest with you, is the biscuits yeah. and gravy. But you that's have it. to sog it out to make it worth it. No, no, no. But it's I will not all sog. You do realize that Moon's dad is a big collector of ancient things, so he probably make what is it, the hard uh, hardtack? Hardtack. Yeah, from Civil War. Those kind of biscuits where you soak on them. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like I've had a solid array, a decent array of biscuits. Dude, you know, there is, there is one fast food establishment, I think, that... That has some great biscuits. And that's Hardee's. Hardee's wins. Don't on Hardee's Hardee's. Hardee's. The Cinnabiscuit shut And their gravy's good. wins with the biscuits. Yeah. It's because they put actual sausage in the gravy. Am I really I, the only one that hates them? Because, I mean, everybody, uh, even in the chat, you know, people are talking about biscuits. And the first time I ever had biscuits and gravy was moving out here. That was not a thing. <laughs> on the east? Not a thing where I grew up. Really? Not a thing. I, we heard about it. Like the legend, <laughs> legend. I hear that poor people eat. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's what I said. <laughs> biscuits seem like something that would be gravy. passed out in line in Civil War. My I arteries mean, are filling up. It seems like you know Game of Thrones. There's some flour like, we was, put water on it. It was something during that era. There you go. <laughs> where like food was scarce. Yeah, and here and we'll pass this out and, and convince this whole line that it's food. Here, yeah, we're gonna do. Your biscuit, like it was on. the here's origins biscuit, are. Move on. I think Civil War era, where you know food was scarce and they used what they had. Peppery oh, so the, gravy. Peppery yeah, they, gravy. Oh, my God. Shout out to peppery gravy. Shout they did the regular gravy. bread with soggy bread on top of uh, it. You want to talk about the most unhealthy thing for you. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever had chocolate gravy? Because I grew up what with that. What is that? Go now, on. Now, that is a hillbilly southern thing, <laughs> and um, that was definitely a poor person food that came from the south. But, yeah, my dad, he grew up on it, introduced it to us. What and, did it taste like, Scott? Chocolate with, but it's melted, and you put it over biscuits, and you do this. I'm sure, that's good. The trick is you oh my get goodness. butter out there, and you put it on the plate, and then you pour the chocolate in there, let it melt, you stir it in, oh. and then you break up your biscuits. Oh, I've seen that before. And you pour the chocolate on top of it. It is yeah, phenomenal. He, oh my goodness! He pours yeah. the chocolate over it as if it's gravy. Look at that. I mean, dude, I mean, that is a that's a one of those 
things that we were definitely the odd family, but all my buddies, whenever we were kids, we'd have this and I'm gonna make it over there. It was a highlight in her life. Well, she come yeah. over so you know how because to make it's covering up the biscuits. Like you know how to make the gravy, right? Oh, so yeah, it's flour like, and so it's like the sausage drippings. Right. The grease. Like all the grease, and then you put flour in there, and then you water. put then you put heavy cream in. Dude, all bad stuff. All bad stuff. Yeah. All bad stuff. That's and how you know a, it's good. See, I'm yeah. convinced you don't like biscuits. You just like the gravy. No, you because I'll have biscuits. I'll have biscuits otherwise. Like I'll have biscuits sans gravy. Yeah. I'll have a biscuit with some jelly or honey on it. Well, of course. You gotta put something. Dude, the pop the the pop Pillsbury biscuits, they're great too. They're yeah. perfect. You just mm-hmm. gotta not overcook. I don't know. You know? Always know. go twelve. Yeah, yeah. Under you can't over. I don't have the code. I don't have the gene. It must be that. Do you like cornbread? Do you like cornbread? All right, what about no, croissants? Over, oh. Croissants yeah. over biscuits? Um, I'll, I'll handle a croissant here and there. Oh, you're not enthusiastic about it, though. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'll admit Do you that. like breakfast pastries? Breakfast pastries. Mm. Bear claw. Oh, yeah, yeah, French yeah. French yeah. toast. Yes. Pancakes. No, not necessarily. No. No, no. Oh, no. There have been oh, some no. pancakes oh. that, have, that have passed, but I'm not seeking them out. You know why? Because they're always so good and they're always so bad. You, you have them and you go, oh, this is lovely. And then it doesn't take me 60 seconds of digestion to regret it. Yeah. Every single time I go, what was I thinking? I don't like myself. Bagels. Bagels are great. Bagels are great. Bagels are so good. Ba- bagels two days in a row talking about on this show. Man. Yeah. But, but pancakes. Worth it. Uh, are you guys, I mean, are you guys with me? Like, I am. I'm, I'm pancakes in, are always so regrettable afterwards. pancake. And maybe Butter. it's because they're so good you eat too many, or I eat too many? Greasy. The uh, Post-Dispatch uh, food critic named the uh, 13 best new restaurants in St. Louis this year. Uh-huh. And at the bottom, in our fair city, we've had a resurgence of, like, really good bagel places. They call it the St. Louis Bagel Renaissance. Mm. <laughs> because the place up the street here closed. The Bagel Factory? Oh, yeah. Never went there. That was... Without a doubt, the best bagel place. What happened? Coming from a New Yorker. Yeah. The guy just is like, I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, yeah. He's, he's re- retired, right? He's, I'm, uh, yeah. By, by no means was it like lack of customers. Because you'd have to go in there early. Because when he was done making the bagels, he was done. It was like a, it was like a, it was a good run. See you later. He did well. Bye. Made what he made. When he ran out, I ain't making no more. Wow. Hero. I ain't making no more. There was a line out the door every Sunday. Yeah, I'd have to go early. I'd have to get up at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Jeez. To roll over there to get a dozen. Have you been to Union Bagels? And uh, what is that? I guess that's Webster. Webster Groves. Absolutely. Excellent. Really? Haven't been. Always see it. What's the, the name of that court. one? Union Bagels. Where, uh, it's called Bagel onion? Union. Bagel Union, I mean. It's the, it's by the people who make, uh, uh, people who own Union Loafers. I, okay. Great hmm. shoes. So the bagel res- uh, uh, renaissance, according to the Post-Dispatch, uh, Bagel Union, they mention, uh, C&B boiled bagels in Wood River. I've heard great things about uh, Lefty's Bagels in Chesterfield. Yeah, I've heard of that. Huh. I don't seek out bagels. I don't know what my problem is. I don't either, but I have a hard time passing them up. Yeah, if they're If, somebody, if yeah. somebody's like, hey, there's bagels, I go, oh, okay. where? You like sweet or savory ones? Both. Both. I really do. Yeah. I, I'll, and you know what? And that has been something that I've done a favor to myself, saying I will not deny a bagel. Because I used to be an only sweet guy, and then I started having some of them savory ones. And I went, whoa. Everything I'm, bagel? I will just allow any bagel oh, in my world. Don't even get me started. It's so like good. Like if they cut, like if I, I, when I went to the bagel factory, they'd be fresh. Mm-hmm. 
No need to toast them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no need, need to, to toast. toast them. Just give me the freshest one you got. Don't care what flavor. I like toasting them, though, so the butter can, like, melt inside. Uh, not if they're still a little warm. Oh. Cream cheese, lox. You lox. like lox? I do. I, I had, <laughs> the last time I had bagels and lox was with Steve Gorman of the Black Crows in the Del Mar Loop. We had breakfast. And, like, I always think of him when I think of bagels, bagels and locks. Bagels and locks. I don't do butter. I'll do a little bit of uh, cream, cream cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Onion bagel, locks. Onion bagel. Oh. Yeah, that's a good Cream deal. cheese. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Is there a bad bagel? Is there a bad flavor? Yes. Yeah, what? there are bad ones. Which there one? are bad bagels. No, no, no. no. I don't of course like a bad blueberry bagels. bagel. I'm saying. It's just what I'm saying. Oh, I don't, don't love sweet bagels. At all? Uh, Even I, the ones we were talking about yesterday, those those bread co ones? with the Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, with the mountains. I don't like them. Yeah, so good. You, when given it. a choice, I'm going savory all the time. Uh, also, today is National uh, Bouillabaisse Day. What? Oh, is that how you make uh, soup? It's a, it? a super stew. It's like you it's my bouillon? square block? No, it's no, that's bouillon. Oh, I bouillabaisse is a super stew containing several kinds of fish. Oh, no, thanks. shellfish usually combined with uh, tomatoes. And they needed a day. Bouillabaisse, yeah. I bet that's a quite polarizing dish. Bouillabaisse. Mm-hmm. I think it's like real southern. I think like uh, Louisiana. Bullion base. Uh, it's also National Screwdriver Day. Oh. Not, the, tool. not the tool. Oh. Not the tool. <laughs> Darn it. I went to uh, Fast Eddie's yesterday by myself after a client meeting, and I had a beer and some peel and eat shrimp and some chick on a stick. I like how you're done with drinking in weekdays. Right? Last a long time. I was sitting there like a like an off-duty cop or something. I don't know. <laughs> you already forgot that you <laughs> felt bad one day. <laughs> oh, well, you're right. You know, it's funny. So I, my son had practice up at Centene Community Ice Center. There's a bar that's open there. And there were a couple dads that were drinking. I started sweating. Oh, God. I want to, I want to. Water for me. Water for me. No, you like a good screwdriver? Sometimes, yeah. I have to, I love orange juice as it is. And I love vodka as it is. And when you mix Combine the two, the two. you got to have a taste <clears throat> for it. It's not my go-to. It's a, That's like a breakfast cocktail to me. Like if I'm doing brunch and I don't want a Bloody Mary or a mimosa, it's a screwdriver. Usually when you order bottle service, you know, they'll bring out the orange yeah, juice, they'll right. bring out the cranberry, cranberry juice, and I'll go, okay. I like how you say orange. I wish I could say it that way. I say orange. Say orange. Uh, now, now I can't. Just do it. Say it. Orange juice. Orange juice. Yeah, he's in between now. I'm now just, I'm in between. The way I now say he's it. half-assing it all. Damn it. Orange. The, technically, the first time I ever had alcohol was a screwdriver. Was a screwdriver? Although I did not know it. So I didn't try alcohol until I was like, what, 26 or something like that? But when I was working for uh, the Parks Department, uh, we had a counselor and director party uh, down in Whitecliff, down by the, um, whatever you call it, the, the sand volleyball. And these... these Fellow workers, fellow teens or, you know, high teenagers were uh, passing around this drink and they're like, here you go. You know, it's orange juice. And I was like, oh, smelled it. And I was like, cool, orange juice. I, I took a drink. I was like, whoa, that's kind of different. Is that Sunny D? And I said, <laughs> no, no it's, a, it's a screwdriver. I went, I have no idea what that means. It's yeah. Sunny V is what it is. I, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know what that means. I've never heard of that. That's a Next wild. Thing you know, you're taking your pants off and running around. It's a, a wild... gateway drug. It truly is. Well, I didn't. I, did, I was like, that's a wild brand name. I was like, where do you get that? And they're like, you make it. And I said, "What?" <laughs> like I was, well, I was so out of the out of the party. You know, I didn't know what this yeah. crap was. I was like, "What do you mean you make it?" And like, "You make it. You put it together." I said, "Put it together with what?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, annoying. Oh, so naive. Explain. Huh? What are you talking about? They said it's vodka and orange juice. I went, oh! 
Take this out of here. Like the Amish guy in Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I feel like if I have a screwdriver in the morning, we're in for a day. Okay. Like it's going to be a day. That's a note. We got to make sure we know that in the future. It's going to be a day. <laughs> I, I actually looked up the origin of, <clears throat> of screwdriver. Like, why do they call it a screwdriver? And it goes back to the 1940s when Americans uh, working in the oil industry in the Middle East combined vodka with orange juice and in the absence of any bar tools or or spoons to stir the drinks, the story goes they used a screwdriver. Oh, that's cool. Interesting. That's cute. Yeah, I was a kid from Sandlot. Samora what? How <laughs> was, was that dorky kid? Yeah, good screwdriver. Like on a vacation, like when you're on vacation. Or like an all-inclusive. Breakfast you know, all cafe. Right, it's still 10 a.m. I'm drinking orange juice. It counts as... Vitamin C. It counts as vitamin and C. And it does. I'm not really drinking. Yeah. Well, and typically, too, like when they're, if you're doing a screwdriver, a cheap screwdriver, you're using the cheap stuff. You're using the Sunny D, the not even orange juice stuff anyway, or the cheapest crap you can get. Yeah, hopefully not. You know, a little fresh squeezed. Yeah, okay, A little fresh man. squeezed. Yeah, that's what they're doing. I like a, <laughs> you don't use just or orange juice. You use, like, strawberry orange juice. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. get pineapple so variations. orange juice. Yeah. 64 grams of sugar pineapple orange juice. Yes. Mm. Uh, it's also <laughs> Roast Chestnuts Day. Hmm. Which has been around since the 19th century when roasting chestnuts over an open fire was a popular way to celebrate the winter season. What's a chestnut look like? I'm trying to think if I've like had a one. brown mm. squat. And no, <laughs> no, we'll get to that in a second, Rafe, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it looks like a tiny buckeye. Yeah. I remember my mom used to buy these and put them in the oven. Did it smell good? Like, do, do they have these in. Um... And like you know, like I'll do those assorted nuts, those mixed nuts I bags. I think you buy kind of those. Stuff. You can crack them, yeah. They're a lot of work. Oh, they well, then I'm not going to have that. But they have the cool. You have to have the cool cracker thing. When you were when you were younger, I, I remember every holiday. You know, there would be my mom would buy the bag of mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Be the the almonds, the walnuts, the the um, the Brazilian nuts, and they would be sitting in a big bowl. And then you know, but these aren't in that in that. Love right? a good Brazilian nut. These these. I'll put that out there in the world. Chestnuts are not in in this. These look like acorns. So you got to crack this, and then what's inside? They're hard to. It's a, a meat like a. Yeah, but I'm saying like nut what, meat. What, what what is the shape? <laughs> nut meat. Does yeah. it look like this? This little brain. Uh yeah. Okay. Oh, I've had those then. That's a chestnut. I, I, I never. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you guys. When you guys were younger, did your did your Parents have the big bowl. Like, it was always during the holidays. Yeah. The big bowl, big glass bowl of nuts, and all the the guys were sitting around just, you know, grab the nuts and just with the crackers. Grabbing nuts Mm -hmm. all the time. Grabbing nuts. Nah. My dad, that was like always at my dad's house, and I'd be like, ugh, because he used to get pistachio ice cream, too, and I was like, dad, this all sucks. so good. Well, it's good now, but as a kid. Like the cherry pistachio ice cream? Yeah. I didn't like the hard bits. I mean, I do now. But I feel like as a child, I was like, dude, get some Neapolitan up in here. What are you doing? You know? Yeah. There used to be a pistachio store in Crestwood Plaza that my dad would go to. And it was fun. Boy, it was an entire, it, it's like a champs now. Well, there's nothing now, but it, it turned into a champs. But it used to be a, just a nut shop. And you go in and they had like all, all the pistachios, like different colors and different ah. flavors. Oh, my God. It was so cool. <laughs> we need that again. Pretty sure the pink layer of Neapolitan is penicillin. 
I was into. Yeah, it. I never liked the. Maybe I never liked either. that part of when it. I was a kid. I was like. That was cherry ice cream, wasn't it? I strawberry think it was supposed to be strawberry, but oh. it just I don't know it threw me off. Had an off taste. It did. Off taste and the texture change. It was a little chewy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the vanilla and the eat around vanilla it. and chocolate. Yeah, you just eat around it. So Pornhub, our friends over there, have not released their uh, year in review yet, but uh, an even kinkier website beat them to it. Um, and normally I would save this for sex time fun facts, but since uh, since Mondays are since over, Mondays for us. are over for us uh, for 2023. Might as well just do it now. Uh, so a website called Clips for Sale specializes in fetish content, so like the really really kinky stuff. And they just posted their top searches of 2023, and the number one thing is something you probably didn't even know existed. Oh boy! Like something that that is this a word I'll have do to look at? Do we need these know? fetishists? Are the number one thing for 2023? I'll just say, very large women had a very big year. Good. Oh, that's the good. top kink was giantess porn. That's G-I-A-N-T-E-S-S -S porn. Hmm. Giantess porn. It's like Attack of the 50-Foot Woman? Yes. Kinda? That doesn't just mean tall. It's more about using camera tricks and other effects to create the illusion that somebody's a giant. <laughs> kind of like a grown-up version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Wow. Huh. I thought maybe it was uh, just somebody missed the T in their search while they were... Oh. <laughs> What is this? I'm, I like your spelling, <laughs> Joe Grave, and I mm -hmm. spell fast. Thank you. I don't get Tatas it. Tatas instead of giantess. Ah, yo, oh, whoa, yeah. Look, Enter and, a T. And look at this. It seems, it seems that there's also kind of a mix of a foot fetish in it a little bit. Well, type in, That's you just cool. told, you just typed in giantess. Type in giantess porn. Oh, oh good. Put that on yes. your computer. Come on, just put it up on the screen. <laughs> Come on. It's Fine, kind of like guys, attack of I'll search it. 50 foot woman or whatever. See, like it's giant feet and and and, huh. you know, there it is again. This one popped up again. Do they fight the saying? big like, monsters like Godzilla and stuff? Yeah, like there, there's giant gals and stepping over buildings <laughs> and cities, stepping on a naked man. Stepping here. on dudes. Giantess. <laughs> uh, I'm on Pornhub for work. Feet again, feet again, feet again. I'm telling you, this is there's, there's multiple layers here. Dude, this is hilarious. I've never heard of such things. Giantess destroys city, and it's just a big gal stomping on a bunch of Legos. Well, here's one. <laughs> Trapped in a giantess nice nightclub. So yeah. it's men on their knees looking up at these giant women. Yeah, that's the, that is the but, top, yeah. like, fetish. So clip for, Clips <laughs> for Sale says... <laughs> Where did that come from? Wild, dude. So some guy created, like, a Lego... Like a Lego city. Yeah. So his lady just, could look giant. Yeah, just a lady in a, in a leopard dress. Going well, those, to town on Lego huh. City. Those Godzilla movies are doing very well. I guess so. So Clips for Sale says giantess porn was their top search in the U.S., Japan, Mexico, and Australia. And they expect it to be big next year, too, no pun intended. Oh. So this Clips for Sale site, they posted a map of the top search in each state, and giantess oh. was number one in 19 of our states. That took a turn. Um, are you a giantess lover? Yes, I am too. Is that how you use giantess in a sentence? No, I'm, this is the giantess gallery uh, <laughs> intro page. Hmm. What 
what is that all about psychologically? Like, yeah, yeah I wonder where just, that comes from. I wonder why this year, like, why this year, Gotta be giantist good. porn. Is there a movie or something that came out that uh, yeah, started this? Like, yeah, uh, the Daryl Hannah movie, right? You know what? This is kind of usually this kind of thing falls in line with something going on with gaming. Mm. Was there anything in the gaming uh, world or anime or yeah. that? That I that I'm not familiar with. I don't know. Probably. Maybe because yeah, there is sure. a lot of anime stuff here. Uh, a lot of animated. Um, there's a game called Fight Against Giantess. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, here. Here are a couple more. You know of the kinks we were searching for in 2023. Um, we're pretty tame here in Missouri, by the way. Uh, so like tickling in Tennessee, yoga pants in South Dakota, pantyhose in Missouri. So we're a pantyhose fetish state. Really? Yoga pants in South Dakota? Yoga pants in South Dakota, pantyhose in Missouri, uh, socks in Louisiana and Wisconsin. <laughs> Ooh, you guys are And wild. I'm thinking, you know what? Louisiana's kind of shaped like a foot. So yeah, it, makes it, makes it makes sense. It makes sense. It really yeah, does. And that really, <laughs> that, that yep. makes sense. Yep, okay, I get it. Uh, latex was the top search in New Mexico. Still hmm. a classic, huh? Hey. hey Is that yeah. latex? Latex in New Mexico. Wrestling porn was number one in North Dakota. So South Dakota yoga pants, North Dakota wrestling porn. Okay. Uh, wrestling also number one in Oklahoma and uh, both Carolinas. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes you wonder about that friend who's really into the WWE, huh? Oh, I have many questions. <laughs> uh, smoking porn was the top search in Connecticut. Which has one of the lowest smoking rates in the nation. Megan on the Connecticut just likes to watch, I guess. Megan on the chat says there was a TikTok trend a few months ago about giant women. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe that played maybe that maybe that mm. played into it. What a TikTok trend for giant women? What? I'm reading an article in Men's Health not, about not it right that. now. It says that uh, a staple in sci-fi cinema with cult hits like 1958's Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, Attack of the 60-Foot Centerfold, <laughs> Giganta, and recently White Lotus star Jennifer Coolidge posed as a city-wrecking giantess in a quirky W Magazine photo shoot. It seems like giantess depictions of women are on the upswing. What was the Daryl Hannah movie? Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, wasn't it? It was? That was a vintage movie, <clears throat> like an older one in the 60s, I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's an old one. Well, which was the Daryl Hannah one? I thought there was something in the 80s. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Not Splash, but like it was a, it was right around that time. I, I, am I crazy? Am I imagining? No, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. Dude, where's oh, my... Oh, they remade 50-Foot Woman. With Daryl Hannah, right? Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Dude, where's and my Daniel car? And Daniel Baldwin played the 50-Foot the Woman. Remember Dude, Where's My Car? There was a giant woman in that one, too. Based on the way it's depicted in porn, there tend to be strong themes of dominance and submission. So the root of the appeal likely stems from an interest in power play. Although many kinks involve aspects of power play, the fantasy elements of macrophilia, or giantess obsession, could be a way for men to engage with taboo with less shame because the giant has removed agency from the person in a more submissive role. Hmm. Now, how can we blame our mothers for this? Uh, it seems like male ego. Way to a way to soothe the male ego. So this is it. It's okay this to be a, submissive if this it's a fifty foot tall woman. Right. You okay. Can't. Look how awful this movie looks. This is yeah, ninety three. Got the uh, attack awesome. of the fifty foot woman. Daryl Hannah. Hmm. Is that a Baldwin? Yeah. Like yeah, that's the lesser of four Baldwins. Oh, is that Daniel Baldwin? <laughs> Daniel. 
No, Daniel Baldwin you clearly speaking like, in front of a green screen. You almost look like Alec. You I think we almost do f- look like Billy. We could do a phone in with him. Is that da- is that Daniel Baldwin? Yeah, it was the, or is that Billy? That's Daniel. No, Dan- yep. Oh, Billy still Daniel. sought after. I mean, Daniel Baldwin. All right, so I guess time I Billy was canoodling with Cindy Crawford. Wow. Fair game. He was having mm. a moment. Backtrack. All right, so so back to uh, the fetishes in different states here. Uh, smoking porn, as I mentioned, was top search in Connecticut. This is a weird one, and see if you could figure out the meaning of this. Vore, V-O-R-E, was the top fetish in Vermont, Michigan, Iowa, and Hawaii. Hmm. Vore. Vore, V as v- in Victor? V-O-R-E. Virtual? Yeah. Virtual gore. Oral? Oral. Ooh. Roberts riding <laughs> elephants. I don't know. Uh, Roberts. No, it's the desire to eat or be eaten by another person. Oh lord. Oh my goodness. Whoa. Look that up. No. Yeah, moon. Yes, vor porn. You're gonna have so much Fine. HPV on that desktop so over there. Pr- He's got a virus protector. Oh, oh, and the the first thing that that pops up is a bunch of anime stuff. Golly, what the... So it's desire to be eaten... In how many states was this? Or eat another person. This is a cartoon that's about eating a booby. Cannibalism is... Vermont, yeah, it's cannibalism. Yeah. Vermont, Michigan, Iowa, Hawaii. (laughs) All makes sense? (laughs) Oh, man. This is... uh, Yeah, that that one's a little scary. Oh, and it's... Okay, so a lot of these are like pictures of pregnant women, and then they're pretending that they ate someone, and that's how... That's what it is. Is that Whoa. how you get pregnant? Did you see all this? Or did they eat a lot of people and they just got a lot of people in there? Well, gal. that's their fantasy. Here's a gal clearly with multiples, you know, or ready to have multiples, and it's on this Vore page. Hmm. As if she ate so As if people. she, so you do you fantasize about, no, that's not, a, that's not a baby cooking. I ate a person. This woman ate a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, that's Vore porn. Um, wow. Wyoming... <laughs> Started with butts and now it's everything. Wyoming might might take the cake for the weirdest fetish of them all. Uh, CPR porn. That was number one in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, oh my God, yes. save my life. Oh. Yeah, this is chest compressions and mouth to mouth while naked. It's a good thing to know, CPR. Uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Is that the yep. beat you're supposed to keep? Yep. Oh, there's a whole bunch of songs. And Indiana, congratulations, the Hoosier State gets the nod for the funniest fetish of the year. Oh. They are into <laughs> fart porn. Hmm. Makes sense. Good for them, man. Indiana into fart pornography. That was their number one fetish. Uh, diaper porn was the top fetish for a couple states, Colorado, Oregon, Idaho, New Hampshire, Kentucky, Washington, Nebraska, and Maryland. Wow. Not Florida. Not Florida. Hmm. So many diapers down there. I think Florida was a a, a giantist porn state. Hmm. Uh, and congratulations uh, to Mississippi. Their top fetish was ball busting. Oh, no. Dude's getting kicked in the nuts. Chestnuts. Oh. Any state right. have missionary style? No. Just, mm. hmm. Big in Overland. <laughs> <laughs> what was Utah? I should have looked at Utah. <laughs> That's trampoline <laughs> business. Trampoline, there. Porn. trampoline, trampoline porn. missionary. Utah was kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Get in missionary and let hand. the trampoline oh. do the work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big in Overland. Oh, I forgot to look up Utah. They're always funny <laughs> when it comes to 
If the trampoline does the work, it doesn't count. Although, it's true, you know, man. sometimes for it's Utah, soaking. I know the outward appearance is like, you know, very religious. You know, you have to go underground to drink. Their alcohol, you know, uh, consumption is always last in every state. Mm-hmm. Um, but when behind closed doors, when nobody's watching, they're usually tops and like some sick stuff. Mm. It's always the quiet ones. Always the quiet ones. The ones you'd never expect. Yeah. Oh, Utah. What are you doing? Right. Everything. What are you doing? <laughs> Turn on your private search. What are you doing? So, well, congratulations. We're into pantyhose. That's all right. Pantyhose is surprising. I mean, I like. I don't see very many people wearing pantyhose. Like, I, I wear pantyhose from time to time with shorts and over your face when you rob liquor stores mm-hmm. and over they, my face yeah. when I rob liquor stores. Do they still come in the eggs? Yeah, no, I don't, those oh, are the cheap yeah. brand. Bud. Legs. Those are cheap. Ones? Not what they were yeah. called. Legs with two G's. Yep. Yeah. Those come in like the flat, you know, box little thing. It's like a folder. It seemed naughty when you were a kid. Yeah, dude. And they always had them on end caps. You walk by and mm-hmm. be like, "Wow, what the heck are those there for?" Hot. Ding. <laughs> ZZ Top told me I'm supposed to like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the ones, I guess, that was a 80s thing. The eggs, yeah. Pantyhose and an egg. Legs, yeah. eggs. Those are all the leftover Easter eggs, like plastic Easter eggs. We didn't know what to do with these. <laughs> we'll stuff them with pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, look how silly these things look. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We pass a whole end cap just filled with these things. Wow. Look, so that's they, no more, huh? Yeah, they make them silver. And they had all these different... They're things. always wrinkly when you open up the egg. Yeah, it was good marketing. Good marketing for back then when, when pantyhose were a big thing. Are they, They're not anymore, right? What? Pantyhose? I guess yoga pants are taken away. Like, I wear, like, black pantyhose with shorts and... So when I wear leather leggings, I wear them under. So my cellulite doesn't show. Or is it like, is it like, a, is it like yeah. a formal, is it like a formal, you know, wearing a dress kind of thing? Yeah, I wear and I wear pantyhose and I wear a dress. Yeah, they're, I wore pantyhose right at Halloween. They're right here, Target, uh, Walgreens, yeah. my CVS, Allison or Weird Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, so much I don't know. <laughs> Have you guys ever put on pantyhose besides Scott? Uh, I, so. I could tell you, I have not. That'd be a good punishment for you guys is you have to wear pantyhose for a full week. Are they not comfortable? No, they're amazing, but it smushes all your dirty bits, you know? It's not that bad. Wear them with shorts. I've worn them. Oh. It can't be worse than the green screen suits. Oh, the more, yeah. Those might be worse. When is that video coming out? We shot something with a green screen. I don't know. We shot something with a green screen last, was it last week or two weeks weeks ago? ago And, uh. Knocked off a couple bucket list items. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't wait for you guys to see what we've done. Hopefully, the, I don't know. Over the break, for sure. Oh, you was, guys, this is by the day, be. but it's not looking good. Maybe oh. we debut it on Christmas. That's our Christmas gift to the audience. Heck Could yeah. Be. If it's done. Should be by then, I hope. I mean, this could be our Citizen Kane. Like <laughs> oh, the greatest definitely. thing ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Our greatest Honestly. achievement. I wouldn't oversell it. Oh, shh. I've seen some footage. <laughs> shh. Oh, I... It's going to be funny. It's going to be great. All right, so here are some uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas-themed uh, would-you-rather questions, just to get a uh, temperature on the room here. Would you rather never received a gift ever again or give everyone in your family a sex toy this Christmas? Give everybody a sex toy for Christmas. <clears throat> so when they say everybody. Everybody. 
grandma like your included. mom. I mean, you, the little ones? <laughs> or is that off? Oh, all right, well. All right, yeah, all right, well that's, that's, that. See, that uh, that yeah, ruins yeah, it. I'll yeah, take, yeah. Other, uh, everybody of of, of, uh, of age? 18 of age. and up. Okay, okay. 18 okay, and okay, up. Good, good, good. So that means you got to give your mom a sex toy. I could go either way here. I don't really care either way. Truly. Ain't going to bother me. You got to pick a side. Nah, I mean, you pick it for me. I really don't you're care. You're doing sex toys with me, then. Yeah, fine. You're giving, mama, doing you're giving Mama Moon a sex toy. Sounds good. Oh, oh, I'm sure she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll re-gift it to one of her church friends. It'll, uh, yeah, everybody, okay. Everybody's happy. Here you go, Donna. <laughs> Here's Mama Moon on Christmas morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> I'm going to say never get a gift again. Oh, come on. No, you come on. <laughs> Rafe, I, would you rather never receive a gift ever again or give everyone in your family a sex toy this Christmas? Come on. You know I'm giving them sex toys <laughs> out, bro. Doesn't bother me. I might do it anyway. <laughs> would you rather listen to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You or Jingle Bells on repeat for the entire week of Christmas? Mariah Carey. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Jingle Bells. You're going Jingle Bells? Yeah, I want music. <laughs> no, nah, man. At least there's... At least there's... Sometimes the way you say things is so mean. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's so... Like, whenever you say something mean... It's so weird. It's pretty biting. It's weird and biting. <laughs> That's your gift. Now, I think the sleigh... I kid, I kid. The sleigh bells, what I'm imagining Jingle Bells to be, that sleigh bell would just... Drive me nuts. Every time that brain, goes... S- sleigh brain. Every time that you hear the bells. Yeah, I, it would just, it would put you in a weird trance that's not happy. But also, all I want for Christmas, yeah. you know. Yeah, but there's also, instrumentation, yeah, but can, there's things going on, there's breaks, there's drums. It's a little more peaceful. Less ching Rafe, what about you? Man, I think both would probably cause me to have a uh, psychotic break, but I guess Mariah Carey, I'm... Both would suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather be locked in a room with a person who hates Christmas or is a Christmas fanatic? The person who hates Christmas. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. Christmas fanatic or somebody who hates Christmas? I'm going to say positive no matter no matter what. I'll, I'll stay positive. I'm just thinking of Elf and how he behaves. I want to be around that guy. Yeah, He's I'll go with the positive person. Fun, man. Because eventually you'll break down and you'll be influenced by whichever one it is. Yeah. So I'd rather be. I'd rather go. Or or the complete opposite. Like you hung out with a Christmas, you know, with a Christmas Grinch. So you come out of so there. So you come out of there a Christmas fan. <laughs> yeah. All right. Reverse psychology. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say a Christmas fanatic. Yeah, that sounds I'd more ra- Yeah. They're going to make too. cookies and stuff. I got too much negativity awesome. going on. You're locked in a room. You're assuming there's an oven and ingredients in this room. There's always an oven with Well, Christmas a Christmas fanatic fanatics. would bring it. Right. <laughs> they have a fireplace to roast chestnuts on, and it'll be a good time. Would you rather uh, chug a gallon of eggnog or eat a whole gingerbread house? Whole gingerbread <laughs> house. Please. I'm doing that regardless. Um, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Just remember they have a bathroom in those. Oh, I remember we bought a gingerbread house kit. It did not go well in the Riz house. No, it's never good. Never looks great. Yeah, I was going to say, how how long has a gingerbread house been sitting there? Well, just even trying to build one, the the walls are falling in. I'm going to make a giantess video of me eating a gingerbread house. Make a giantess video of you. And fart on it. And and then fart on it with pantyhose on. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. That's all the kinks all within the one. (laughs) On the, that's the 12 days of Christmas kinks. 
That's amazing. Everything yeah, I ever wanted in one video. Yep. And just say, I Read. ate everybody in the village. And in the, I mean, no, yeah, I ate all the little people inside. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me at Learn Verse Radio for treats. No, you and Tim going to build a gingerbread house this, uh, this holiday season? You know what? Come. Yes, we are. I'm going to buy Next one. Next week? Next week. I'm going to go, babe, that's what we're doing. Yo, make it from scratch. We don't got work. Oh, oh dude, who make, wants to do oh, that? My mom does that. It tastes my so mom much better, extra. dude. Oh, it's so I good. just buy the kit. Yeah, buy but the, the kits kit. are garbage. Oh, my God. No, they're not. I was at Target the other day, and they have, instead of a house, you can build a Target. They have oh, Target goodness. stores that you can build. That's what I'm about. Like a gingerbread oh. Target? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's amazing. We've got the little air conditioners on the roof. And yeah. Everything. It's awesome. And the giant red balls out in front. <laughs> yeah. yeah yes. I'm sure What sure are those? Just cherry sours? You just put them on a parking lot? Uh. Somehow there's a Starbucks in the front of that yeah, gingerbread house. You're like, when did that start? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't build this. Starbucks just went <laughs> just, in. Just went I didn't even just, build this. Just it just, went so in. There's literally this people in there working right now. I just got even. a caramel macchiato out of this mofo. <laughs> this wasn't part of the kit. Oh, man. They really are everywhere. So a gallon of nog or eat a gingerbread house? Gingerbread house. Gingerbread. Gingerbread yeah. house. I love nog, dude. I love nog, too. Yeah, but a gallon. Nog, I love yeah. nog, but a gallon it. will hurt your... A yeah, gallon's going to be tough. You're going to vomit. Yeah, but I'm, I'm TikToking that. The gallon of nog challenge. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. You don't like no nog? million views, dog. Mm-hmm. No, I just hey, would you gallon. do that? I'm yeah. nogging out hard. Hey, Ray, if we could do that together and you come over, we'll jump on my trampoline. Oh. I'm not soaking with you, dude. Stop asking. Not everywhere. <laughs> Andrew says, if you do all that stuff, learn. Yeah. He'll pay me. Pantyhose. Yeah. How much? Giantess. Thousand pretending dollars. Pretending people. No. He, Andrew says, you hit the .01% on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is my resignation. I'm on OnlyFans now. You're like a millionaire. That's for the, that's for You're the guys a millionaire by next week. <laughs> that's for the guys that get to like page 25 and haven't found anything yet. <laughs> They're like, I'm on, I didn't even know Pornhub went this deep. I'm on page 25 and then all of a sudden. It's like uh, bootleg videos of the play Hamilton and learns gingerbread cake fart pantyhose giantess. giantess. Listen, if you're if you are on More page twenty five of Pornhub, take a break. You, you, <laughs> take a break. you can't find nothing. Take a break because you've passed by some real weird stuff to get to page twenty five. If there's nothing on page one for you, probably time to yeah. Probably time revisit to some habits. Run. run. <laughs> yeah. See I'll somebody. give you page two if it's just been a real horny day. <laughs> You're on like your third Joe of the day or something. But man, if you get to page three or beyond on Pornhub, you you probably something's wrong. You've hit a chronic masturbation point in your life. <laughs> Boredom at its most extreme. Oh man, you know it's got good eggnog. And do they still make uh, still make it at Overweiss? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. That is the best. That's the stuff my dad gets. I love it, dude. He loves it. That's oh man. He Once and my oldest year. daughter. Yep. Yeah, he and my oldest daughter. That was their Christmas treat. Be man. honest, I still like the old Prairie Farms out of the carton. And the Evan Williams. Yeah, that's what my <laughs> brother and I get the Evan Williams. We always uh, drink uh, eggnog out of our moose mugs. Is that already liquored? Yeah. Evan Williams already liquored. I guess I'll try it again as an adult. It's been a long time. It's I didn't really like it yummy. as a kid either. Yeah. But I love it as it's like just drinking. It's almost like drinking ice cream that melted. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Mm. It's good. Is it ice cold when you drink it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's got to be cold. Oh, yeah. I don't, do people heat nog? Are there hot noggers out know. there? But, I mean, nog's kind of one of those hot weird... nogging, dude, <laughs> you're worse than page 25 of yeah. Pornhub. If you're out there hot nogging it, cut it out. Yeah, I mean, but it's one of those substances that even if you put it in the ice box and 
or if you left it out, it's kind of the same temperature all the time. No. It never gets too same cold. Same consistency, but different temp. And it can never get too cold. It's I'm kind a of cider weird. girl, you know? Hot cider. I like cider. Hot, Hot cider, cold nog. Cold nog. Adam and, and my brother and I have uh, the moose mugs from Christmas Vacation. Oh, very good. Yeah, we do too. With the ears. Those are awesome. It's good. It's good. It's good. And, and we always say that. <laughs> Cheers. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, all right, so would you rather receive uh, money or gifts for Christmas? Gifts. Money. I want to know what gifts. I want to know what your little brain is thinking. Thinking about me. you? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow we're doing our gift exchange. And it's going to get psychological. What? <laughs> oh, dude, I can't wait. I got oh. Let the roast begin. It's uh it's on. Okay. It's yep. going to get psychological. Uh I think I would rather I'd rather get a gift. Oh. Welcome. I'd rather yeah. get a gift. That's a surprise. Yeah. I just surprised myself. See, I want yeah. the I want the gift because I want to put all the pressure on somebody to get me something that I'm happy with. Um same. Money makes me feel guilty. You know what I mean? Like if you just like, hey, here's a hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But like that also I don't know. I feel weird taking money. I know it's the same thing, like commerce is commerce, but mm. it's like I, I, I would rather have the gift and same thing with learn. Like I'm, that you, oh, I saw this and I thought of you. It doesn't matter if it costs five bucks. If it's just like, eh, this made me think of you, man. That makes me feel probably more. All right, would you rather get ten small gifts or one big one? Hmm. Ten small ones. One big one. One big one. I like opening presents. Yeah. One big a, one for me. I have me. a better chance of using something. I, I'm with Rafe. I feel guilty about about getting money or a gift card, but I also feel guilty about getting a gift that I know is probably not going to get used. You know what? I can't remember it's the if same I same damn thing. I can't remember with money if I actually feel guilty or not. That so if you guys want to challenge me with that, <laughs> uh, you don't remember? It's be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, don't you feel okay? So like, if you, if you get a gift and you, and you go, wow, this is a good gift, dude, because f- it spent you know they spent money, but I don't want, I I don't need this. I'm probably not going to use this. I it's it's a different type of guilt, but it's an equal well, amount of guilt. And for that's me. what the ten like why I would take one big gift, ten smaller gifts, usually, useless, like stuff I wouldn't need. What if the ten right. small gifts? You have to build the big gift with them. Okay, well that's a different <laughs> that's a different story. It's all one piece of IKEA furniture, <laughs> individually wrapped. You get a love seat. Oh, that'd be a million gifts. I wonder if there's people out there. I was thinking about this yesterday for my sister because I still haven't. Her birthday's this Sunday, and then she's it's Christmas, and so I got her an air purifier for her birthday because she was sick a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "This is your birthday present." So I got her that. Oh, she got it already. Yeah, I sent it to her, but like now I'm like, she said something about me getting her like a face routine, um, you know, like face washes and masks and stuff, and I'm kind of like. Why doesn't she just buy what she wants and I'll reimburse her for whatever she got? That's the whole thing. Like, what's the point of her telling you what? Well, I don't know what, what she, she wants. wants. What she could just go out and get it. Well, I, something like face wash and a face cleansing type of practice is like very. You got to know what you're wanting. Like, so she will know what you got her. Yeah, because now we're on the edge of I now mean, we're it's, wasting paper. It, yeah, it's because so, you got to wrap it. And this is right. this is my so point. What? It's supposed to be about the the thought that counts, and right. if it's not. 
well, then what are we doing here besides just trading money and losing an efficiency? Yeah, there's no thought to it. You just went I to know. the store for her. Well, yeah, I got, losing no, I did efficiency get her. because now people are going to be spending money where it, they may miss the mark. Well, I did get her a sentimental gift that she doesn't know about. She might as well say, hey, while you're at the store, I'm, I'm, we're low on bananas. If right. we all agreed to not do it and just spent the money that we would be buying other gifts you know, on ourselves, we'd all get exactly what we wanted. Right. Commerce still happens. Watch your voice goes wide. But we, because it's exactly so, because this is my point. Like Whoa, this, this is we've lost the plot. We've lost the plot with this whole thing. It's just absurd. Now we're just literally saying, "What can I buy you? What can I well, do for and, you?" Well, and so let me let me just tell you this. I ain't so, asking nobody. So when I go back east, you know, my brother uh, and I, you know, our families exchange gifts, and what we're doing is basically giving each other gift cards. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here's so my money. Should, give so me yours. Lame, though, man. <laughs> But that's but that's the point. Sad. That's that's Why? my point. And you know, it is lame. Lame. And you know what was said this year? What? We're not doing it. It's oh, good. this is stupid. Yeah. Um, like cool, this man. is dumb. We're just giving each other the exact same amount of money on gift cards. Yeah. Here. I don't want to spend my twenty five dollars at Bass Pro. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I do. You're giving me an errand. Especially yeah. you give me a gift card yeah. to a place. Exactly. You, know, like you must go to Barnes and Noble to spend this. Every year. Cool. I haven't been to Barnes and Noble since two thousand and three. I can't wait. Yeah. Really? Every year in January mm, and I like have. probably around <laughs> July, we have a stack of gift cards that were given to us, and we go through them and make sure that they're not expired. And we go, oh, here's one that we got. We got three Christmases ago. It expires by December. We got to figure out how to use this, or when, or you know, or uh, which kid to give it to because they might use it. All right, let me get another one here. Uh, and then, you- and then it's literally I'm just wasting your money. Right. Now would you spent 50 bucks on a gift card I'll never use. Huh? Would you rather invite Cousin Eddie to Christmas dinner or Clark Griswold? Cousin Eddie, 100,000% Cousin Eddie. Get that tra- get the dog, the trailer, the million kids, the The, the whole suit. thing? Yes. The leisure suit. The I got dog. too much. I got a whole family of Eddie's. I'll take Clark. You'll take Clark? Yeah, I'll take yeah. Clark. I like Clark because <laughs> he might hide in the attic for a while. I don't know. He can get <laughs> away from you, you know? I don't know. Clark seems like a smug a-hole. Maybe try to take the Chevy Chase out of him. I don't know. Yeah, I got to take the Chevy out. Got to take Cousin Eddie would be good in doses. Then Cousin Eddie's got to leave. And he'll help you find money in the yard, you know? True. He's got a good bank system. And he's got that metal plate in his head. He's an interesting feller. And he's got the dickie on. He lives on the former, was it nuke bomb site or whatever? (laughs) So who are you having? I'm taking Griswold. Griswold. Eddie. Eddie. Griswold. Oh, I'm going Griswold. I got, Griswold. Nice I got nine Eddies. What are you going to do, bud? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Uh, I could send an Eddie to each of your houses for this Christmas and still have five Eddies left at my... <laughs> there are pros and cons. There's definitely both in my family. I like... Now, which one are I you? I'm getting, I think I'm taking Eddie. All right. You which know one are you in the family? Eddie's more fun. My Uncle Dave was Eddie. I'm, uh, Scott, I'm thinking <laughs> after Christmas is over, we're going to have some stories. They will always remember yeah. the year that Cousin yeah. Eddie came by. Yep. Hey, if you true. Had, that's true. Let me ask you all this. Who do you identify with most in Christmas vacation? Because I identify with one person. I'm Aunt Bethany. Like, I, I love that whole thing when she's singing the national anthem or pledging allegiance <laughs> yeah, at the dinner yeah. table. Oh, I'm Clark. Are you Clark? Yeah. Who are you, Rave? Ruby Sue. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What about you, Moon? Who do you identify with the most? Scott's the kid that was born without a tongue. <laughs> 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 I'm probably Clark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely. Uh, just because, you know, I'm like, let's just do it. And then I, but I want to go to the attic. 
Riz is Todd. <laughs> With the fur. No, I'm not Todd. Yeah. You're Todd, dude. I would be the. I would be Ellen. I don't know, Margot. <laughs> I would be Ellen's dad. The lights aren't twinkling. Yeah, that's more. Yeah, you're Art. Art. Thanks for pointing that out, Art. Yeah, you're definitely Art more than Clark. Is Art? Wait, is that Aunt Bethany's husband with the with the toupee? No, no. The black Art man. is Ellen's dad. You could hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> I'm wrapping my cats up and giving them away. You are definitely Art. <laughs> Drum roll, please. They're <laughs> <laughs> not twinkling. <sighs> Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, yeah we got to get going. I got to take my, you know, I got to eat so I can take my medicine. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's a perfect one. Uh, would you rather watch It's a Wonderful Life or Elf? Elf. I've only seen Elf once, and it was as an adult, and I'd still pick it over. They're both it's, good. It's, it's a wonderful life. You hate It's a Wonderful Life, though. No, I just, I just don't. I You're just, over it? Nah, I, I just think, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I, I mean, I'm going to go. I watch It's a Wonderful Life every year, but I love watching Elf. It makes me feel fun and... I don't know. Fun. I get I get emotional when I watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's like a reset on my gratitude for the next year. So I don't know. I, I'm going to say I'm going to go light this year. I'm going to say Elf. Elf for you. Elf for you. Yeah, I think Elf. I don't know. Elf I, I like me. them both a lot, but Elf is just so special, and yeah, I think that's the one. I don't think my wife likes Elf. A lot of people don't like it. She's like, this is dumb. What? That, that movie? It is dumb. She is also art. My wife. Yes. Two arts. <laughs> Two in one. Two arts in one household. But, but dumb's the point. But there's like silly quotes. And that's the, uh, that's the, uh, bye, buddy. Have fun saving your dad. Good or, luck finding uh, yeah, your yeah. dad, buddy. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. I mean, there's like at least silly lines that yeah. kind of make it. I don't know. I think I, we watched color? it, and I think after it was over, like credits roll, and she went, I don't get it. Yeah. Go, ah, that's all right. I'm raised Jewish. Well. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Last one. Would you rather karaoke Santa Baby or All I Want for Christmas is You? All I Want for Christmas is You. Go high. Always go high with your karaoke. You know what I'm saying? Like really top shelf it. Ooh. Yeah, but Santa, like the yeah, Earth. You could do that. Like the Earth Kit version of Santa, like the real, like the sexier Sexy one, the sexier version. Yeah, it's funnier. I hate that the song. William Hung version. Yeah. Is this one time? You only have to do it one time. This isn't like you got to do it forever. No, no. It's just you know, if you you have to karaoke a song here at the two. Hmm. Well, we do both at uh, Punk Rock Christmas, but obviously we do them faster. Like, these are not punk rock versions. Yeah, like, the Santa Baby version is the me person, the Gimme Gimme's version. But and that and that version rocks. I'm talking the it's Eartha so Kit. so fun. The I, Eartha Kit version. I don't think I would want to do that version. I would do the Mariah. And I'm with Learn. You go bigger, you go home, or why are we doing karaoke? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what's bigger than really committing to Baby It's Cold Outside? <laughs> <laughs> or is it Santa Baby? Santa Baby. Santa Baby, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Santa Baby. That's funnier. I'm doing that one. I think it's funnier for four seconds, and then it's you're like, oh, my God. Oh, There's then it's creepy. Three and a half minutes no, no. of this crap. Well, you're not, you're not prepared to commit fully. You got to strut around the stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. so you strut. Okay, that gimmick is 20 seconds old. Wireless mic. I'm going person to person oh, in the yeah. audience. This is going to be a full. I'm sitting on some lounge. laughs. Jessica Rabbit lounge show. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I think you got a minute out of that, and, and it's time to move on. And the next maybe, but I don't think like, anyone. Oh, I don't think anyone's going to be giving you a standing O for uh, the Mariah Carey's karaoke either. Yeah, they'll go. You really butchered this. Yeah, going high is going to probably lose its charm after about a minute and a half too. I'm assuming everybody's shredding it. Everybody in this room is shredding whatever. No, no, of course. No, no, no. 
Oh. We're singing as as we were, you know. You have to do it like this Betty Boop style. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree. Come on, can you can you um, me? Can you imagine Rafe doing this? Yeah. Yes. All right, I like it. Fish. Santa baby, I'm almost done with this At this point, I'm straddling somebody. Yeah. Full grind. Santa baby. Wait, you have to like build up to that. Make that oh, no, make that the punch. That's act one. A minute and a half in. Nah. I'll wait up for you. Clothes are coming off during this. Santa baby. And you have like a red bra on. Yeah, I got a Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer Speedos on underneath. No, antlers and a red nose right on the end of my wheel. Sorry, the karaoke DJ calls up Rafe Williams, and then you walk up and you're like, Can we get a chair on stage? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thunder down under. Tear away pants. <laughs> Who yes. put a chair on the stage? Because I'm going to need it. Tear away pants, and I'll have somebody write my chimney on my back with an arrow pointing down to my butt crack. Santa, come down my chimney tonight. Santa, baby. I'm telling you, I could sell it. One time only. One time only. One time only. All right, one, one more. All right. Would you rather give or receive a lap dance at the work Christmas party? Ooh. Oh, at wait. The do the lap dance or what? Or give a lap dance at your work Christmas party or receive. I will receive, please. Do you get, do you get to choose who you're from receiving who? it from? Mm-mm. John Kioski. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Yeah, receive <laughs> that. Now oh, that's a harder God. decision. Yeah, receive. John Kioski, our general manager. <laughs> who's in? <laughs> I've got yeah. the visual and everything. Is, no. <laughs> He's got good dance moves. I'm going to go. Yeah, dude. What you song? know why? Because he would do it better than me, so yeah. I will receive. Yeah. What yeah. song? He'll be committed. How long? I'll tell you what song. Boom, boom. He's a funnier guy than I am, so I'm receiving. See, it's funny. Oh, that is great. Can't wait for next year's Christmas party. Well, until you brought John into it, I would have rather given. But now, I want I want Kioski to do me up. <laughs> yeah. Start this party right. Oh, no. And it's now the, the opening the lap dance. <laughs> now our general manager <laughs> will give the opening lap dance and will declare this party started. Bon Jovi just starts playing. Wow. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be funny. I like so that. are you going to get a lap oh, dance from John I will, or I give I shall one? receive from Mr. Kioski. Learn. I'm receiving as well. Please. Rafe? Receiving and loving it's it. John, I'm receiving. If it's uh, random, I'm giving it. I would rather give it. Scott? Oh, receiving. I'm giving a lap dance to John. Really? <laughs> hey, man, relax. Same. Just you know what? Don't you feel like relax. we do that every day? You're right, dude. He already gave three <laughs> lap dances to these three. You, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> we, we owe him. In fact, tandem lap dance. What did you say, Scott? I said, don't you feel like you, you give him one every day? <laughs> but, but I always feel like we are, you know? Like we're that. This show is as good as a lap oh, dance. Oh, yeah. It's the same, same difference. We're going to get Kioski and a wrist show sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And give him the really two-man do it lap up. dance, dude. Really do it up. Uh, we'll make him sit spider style, like on the swings when you were a kid. I'm going to just watch you guys just double Crush team it. Kioski from the side. We're going to Mutabi him. Mutabi. Man, that's funny. 
<laughs> what a visual. From Night of the Roxbury? That is awesome. Good morning, yeah. John. Good I think morning. it's we love you, man. I think it's just we had because we just had the party. Like I've see I'm seeing it very vividly. I just want to say, John, relax. You worked hard this year. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, shh, Riz puts his finger up to John's lips. <laughs> Don't talk. Don't talk. Santa baby. Johnny baby. I changed the word. John's so tall that I'll have to get on all fours. You have to stand on my back so you can be eye to eye with him. Just sit him down in the chair. Awful good girl. He asked for none of this. Johnny oh, baby. John see, text again. I see Riz do, about this. doing this with, with his tie. Aye. Yeah. Oh, boy. He texted me and said, on the table, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's take a break. But first. All right, that's sponsored by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from St. Louis. Jeff McCartney is our yeah, team. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Jeff has been a listener to The Riz Show since day one. Always watches the live YouTube stream every morning. He's loved the uh, new additions to the program. Learning Rafe. Banter between everyone is uh, you know, second to none. Loves all our different topics discussed. Yes, he misses Jeff's presence, but appreciates uh, Rafe's one-liners. The E-Memoriam segment, Matchup with Moon, Just Two of Us, and the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Well, thank you, Jeff McCartney from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Jeff. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, just a reminder, uh, we will have one more Team Riz member of the day tomorrow, and then we're resetting. So you have to re-enter to be a 2024 Team Riz member of the day. Oh, fantastic. So we're throwing out all the entries, and we're starting afresh, like we do every year. Nice. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. Now with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of you by taking care of all your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money saving year end December deals on tires and service. Go to Dobbs.com. That's go to Dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Dobbs, locally owned and family owned since 1976. The real deal for real deals. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chester Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. 
And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, this is TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to the Party Emoji, the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, be careful out there. We all know how you like to, to party. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Studio Cams. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. Send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Uh, comedian Michael Yo stopping by. We have his third timer certificate ready. Yes. Good to go. Three seconds. <laughs> uh, Michael Yo's at the uh, Westport Funny Bone tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. He's a good dude. Again, this will be his third time on the program. Uh, Lauren Rafe, uh, were you here when? Uh, I think no. last time he was here was last December, December so no. Yeah, he no. only comes in December, apparently. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, can't You'll wait to meet him. him. Michael Yo, Santa love. Claus. Oh. Mm. Yo, yo, yo. Find out today. Yo, uh, yeah. yo, yo. <laughs> uh, let's play a little game. Fill in the bleep. Okay, I'll play you a. Uh, I'll play you a piece of a Christmas song. Yeah. And you tell me what what word is bleeped out. This isn't okay. going to make anybody sound naughty or anything, is it? Uh, no. I mean, listen. We talked about this one. What's the word? Pumpkin. 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 Okay, Don't look at Later we'll have some pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yes, it's actually pumpkin pie. Alright, what about uh the <laughs> mother effing pie? Uh what about uh, what about this one here? Join in any reindeer games. Then one Christmas Eve <laughs> Santa came to say. Uh, I mean, uh, what's the what's day. the word? Foggy? Uh, Is it foggy? All right, I'll play this last one. Join in any reindeer games. Then one. Are you sure it's foggy? Santa. Let's see. Join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy. Oh, you're right. Oh, okay. Never did that. Came so to good. say. Oh, I love the bleeping. How about this one here? <laughs> see if you could fill in the bleep. See, 
That's was the great. first hung where you can. That's not supposed list. to be the funny part. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know, but it adds into. I hear that one again. I, I, all right, I'm gonna play that one again. Tough. <laughs> Anybody want to guess what that is? I should know this, and I'm I'm um, so thrown. I think I'm gonna say, is it hug? Hugger wants for me. <laughs> Kiss her. Yes. Kiss her. Yeah. There we go. Thank oh. you. Oh. oh yeah, missile stuff. Yeah, it does. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. Huh. Anybody know this song up on the house top? Yeah. Up on the house top. Okay, good, good. I'm glad you know that song. Fell on the bleep. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Old dear Santa, it well. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know this very better. He's got to be talking about a stocking, so I'm going to say stuff. Well, let me play it again. Okay. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, it well. Rand? Why is it crusty and so dry? Oh, no, oh, Santa, no. tell Santa, me no, why. Santa. Hang stuff? Get out of your uh, Santa. Filled? Well, here's the, the reveal. Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. First comes the stock in the little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, fill it well. Fill it. Fill it. Well. All right. So we weren't totally wrong. No. Did anybody say that? Did you say that? He said stuff? filling. Oh, okay. no, filling. Yeah. Nice, nice. Stuff it. I don't know, stuff it. it. Stuff right, one, it one more. One more. Holiday classic. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Now bring us a pudding. Now bring us a pudding. Now bring us a pudding. And a cup of good cheer. Yeah. I can't say that word on hmm. radio. That is figgy, I believe. Oh. Figgy. Maybe we need to hear it again. And a happy are demanding, man. Fitting? They're naughty. No. What'd you say, Moon? I say figgy. Figgy. Moon is correct. What is figgy pudding? If you're the third. And a happy new year. Now bring us a figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. Now bring us a figgy pudding. Yes. Now bring us a figgy pudding. And a cup of good cheer. Now figgy pudding. I don't know, but it's the the, it's the only other song referenced um, referencing a figgy pudding besides uh, the Pink Floyd thing, right? Eat your pudding. Doesn't he say something about, yeah, isn't if you Isn't don't eat the, your meat, you're not going to get any pudding. How could you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Exactly. I don't think there's any figgy. Are you sure? Also, are these kids drinking? I thought they actually right. said something. Did they say, they're what's hammered a, drunk what's on a, a cup of good fan. cheer. That seems like they're asking for like a gin and tonic or something. <laughs> <laughs> good to all. It's screwdriver day. Bring me some figgy pudding. Hmm. Another brick in the wall. Let's see. My wall. I almost put that in the Simpleton trivia yesterday, and I was like, I don't know if people know about figgy pudding. Is it in? Bring me some freaky pudding. Freaky pudding. Freaky I pudding. Freaky pudding. pudding. That's what yeah, it is. It's freaky. freaky pudding. Freaky pudding is like love gravy, you know? Yeah. Love gravy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's good. All right. Today good is uh, December the 14th. Back in the day, 224 years ago, in 1799, George Washington, GW, died of a throat infection at the age of 67. In his will, he emancipated all the slaves that he owned. 
He stipulated that they should be freed after his wife died, but Martha freed them early in 1801. 76 years ago, 1947, the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing is founded in Daytona Beach, Florida. That's NASCAR. 46 years ago, 1977, Saturday Night Fever, starring Johnny Travolta. Open in theaters, made uh, John Travolta a star, and actually changed how soundtracks were tied to films. Hmm. 44 years ago, 1979, The Clash releases their third record, London Calling. That same day, Steve Martin, his comedy, The Jerk, comes out. 32 years ago, 1991, Michael Jackson's Dangerous, the one with black or white. That debuts at number one. 24 years ago, 1999, Peanuts genius Charles M. Schultz announced that he was retiring the comic strip after 50 years. The last original Peanuts comic strip was published on February 13th in the year 2000. Schultz died the day before on the 12th. Wow. Colon cancer was his Red Baron. Wow. 16 years ago, 2007, the Will Smith movie I Am Legend was released. And 15 years ago in 2008, President George W. Bush, G.W. Bush, showed quick reflexes when he dodged a pair of shoes thrown at him by an Iraqi journalist <laughs> during a news broadcast in Baghdad. In that video, when he bounces back up, like, pops his head back up, he kind of has like a smirk like, I didn't get hit. Yeah. And he looks so happy went, about it. <laughs> Miss me. Yeah. Let's try it again, buddy. That's my George W. Bush. That was very good. That was awesome. Did you, did you like I Am Legend? Uh, I saw it once. I loved it. Francis loved Lawrence. It. Yeah, Francis Lawrence directed it, um, whom I love. And I read a good portion of that book, and it is an awesome book. The dog scene just to this oh, day will brutal. ruin me. Oh, my gosh. we we uh, my, my kids have wanted to get into scary movies, so we started with that one because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, it's scary, but it's not scary. And they liked the story, and I forgot about that scene. And at the end, actually, it was, it was at the end of that scene, both girls looked at me and said, this is the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Why would you ever show us uh, something with this kind of scene in bad. it? Moon's got a uh, recipe for warm, sticky, figgy pudding up on the screen here. It doesn't look like pudding. It looks, uh, it's looks like, a, like a cake. Yeah, it is. I'm it's down. Got, it's got I'm be down, a cake. too. It's like bread pudding. Looks like a bun yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Honey, fruits, and nuts. I want some friggin' pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it right in my mouth. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. And find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. This massive tribute to Bon Scott of ACDC, formerly of ACDC, uh, is happening on J- January 9th at the Avalon in Hollywood. It's going to be members of Foo Fighters, Alice in Chains, Anthrax, Slayer, The Black Crows, and so many more performing. It's going to be co-hosted by Bill Burr and Dean Del Rey, and they're going to do 45-minute sets each of comedy, and then it's just going to be just like a ball buster. all like Bon Scott songs? Yes. Do, 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 they, do they list who's doing what song? They haven't. Oh. But tickets are only like 50 bucks. I wish, I mean, I wish stuff like this happened in St. Louis. Ah. I know it never will, but like... This is one of those we things where I'm cool like, I wish I could go to this. We do, but it'd be cool to be in L.A. for this. Yeah, I would, go to, I would go to that. Um, man. Dean Del Rey opened for Marcus King when he was here. It was yeah, cool. He's got, a, he's got a good podcast, actually, Dean Del Rey. I'm not yeah. familiar with him. He's got a lot of music. He, he, he was a musician a, first, Yeah, he's right? a music guy. Mm. Like, he's, he's got a good podcast. I have to look him up. Man, do, so you were, you're an ACDC fan. Mm-hmm. As am I. Do you guys like ACDC? Yeah. 
So what era do you like better? The Bon Scott era or the Brian, jo- Brian Johnson yeah. era? I mean, it's so hard to I not love I like Brian them Johnson. both equally. I know. When it, I was I young, I couldn't tell a difference. Now I can really tell a right. difference. But I like them I like them both. Bon Scott was just so cool. Like his voice was so unique and I don't know. He was just cool, you know? I mean, you got your highway to hell. I mean, you got your uh, mm. you know, big balls. and In the beginning. Yeah. I, oh. Let There Be Rock. Let There Be Rock. Dude, that song uh, is so Dirty Deeds. Out. And then, you in know, Brian way, Johnson. It was a bit more cartoony. Yeah. In a good way. With Bon Scott, you mean? Yeah, with Bon yeah. Scott. When you, when you kind of like close your eyes and listen to it. I mean, it's kind of I, funny. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing almost like uh, like Adult Swim, Cartoon Network for some reason when I when I hear that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a, again, in a because really his good voice way. Is so unique. Yeah, it's it's almost cartoony, like voiceover like. Did you go to in 2008 when the Black Ice Tour came through? Oh yeah, I was there. I too. went to two shows. Oh, you did? I've only seen them the once. I went to Pennsylvania to see them. Oh damn, that's cool. And then here, uh, and, and of course the Brian Johnson era with you know Back in Black and. For those about to rock and thunderstruck, all those yeah. great songs. Are you allowed to like both? You are. Yeah, hundred percent. That's, That's one, one of those, of those bands. bands where, like, it's okay. It's like Van Halen with Sammy. Mm-mm. Earmuffs. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that the band could continue on and still have success in that next chapter. ACDC is one of those bands, those legacy bands that, like, thank God Brian Johnson. Yeah, but there are two camps to Van Halen. I get that. You have your Van Halen you got your David Lee Roth people. Yeah, I know. And there are people in the middle that can like both. They also don't sound even remotely the same. I know. Like, they found a Bon Scott replacement to be like, Brian Johnson is a wild hair's breath away from Bon Scott. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they kept the essence of the lo- the vocals. The real parallel, though, and I agree with Lauren, the real parallel is the fact that if you remove Eddie or Angus, now it's a different band. Mm. But they were guitar-anchored bands. Yeah. Guitar-anchored. Mm. They were. I mean, they were. Van not, Halen not in is the same a, way. I disagree. Not in the same way at all. I'm not saying Eddie and Angus are like... You put Sammy Hagar and ACDC, it's a different band. Well, you put Bon in 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 that. I mean, you put that. You're saying it was guitar. That the lead singer makes no difference. I, 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 not, I didn't say it makes no difference. I'm saying in those two in those two particular, like there are bands that if they swap singers, the sure. heart and soul is gone. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the band as that as yeah. that iteration anymore. But those two bands, put whoever up there, it's going to make it different. It's going to make it a different band. But the anchor for me, as far as the heart or the soul of it, is the guitar player. And if you remove the guitar player now, now it's over. Right? I love for, both. For, for I me. love both. I love both too. Even for both I love all four bands. For me too. That we're talking about. Me I love too. Three of four bands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk yeah. about a different band. One that's very near and dear to Moon's heart. Uh, you two have released a remix of their new song, Atomic City. We do have a, a copy of this in the crap on folder. It was produced by the same guy who's worked with uh, Miley Cyrus, Rihanna, and Beyonce. Mike Will made it. And um, you two released the original version of the song in September in conjunction with the start of their residency at The Fear. And so uh, let's take a listen to this. This is a remix of Atomic City. Okay, here we go. Man, that feels good. All right, reset the days days since Gloria. Okay. okay. Sign. It's been zero days. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. This is uh, U2's Atomic City, the remix. Already bored. Come on, man. 
All right. <laughs> That's how you're feeling it. Woo! Say NyQuil. NyQuil. <laughs> That's what this is, NyQuil. This is audio NyQuil. We're at the club right now. Give me some bass in five, four, three, two. Everybody lay down. Everybody lay down. Uh, I need a bass. I'm no. not about it. I don't like it. I Moon, what do you think? I mean, just in that time. Uh, whatever. I mean, I played 40 seconds. It made me want to go shop. 25 seconds. I do like the song, though. Yeah. It, is, yeah. it, is, it is much more like of a, you know, a U2 kind of classic song, and it is awesome live, and it belongs there in that in that residency. Mm-hmm. It's here in Vegas. It is very cool. Well, very good. All right. Well, I just throw that in there for you. You guys well. can't miss out on this. Uh, you have to see this band at the I Sphere. I have no plans on going to Vegas anytime soon. <sighs> I'm bummer. not going for you two, but I will go to the Sphere. You've got to do it. I got I'll it. I mean, go I can't eventually. wait. No, but I got to no, see I, a I band should, I love. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think you're missing out if you don't see the U2 experience there. Pogue singer uh, Shane McGowan, who died last month at 65, I love this. Uh, he set aside 12 grand to pay for the bar tab as, at his own wake. <laughs> This is so cool. One nice. of his friends that was in attendance says, uh, we had a meal. We went to the pub after the meal. He had already put down 12 grand uh, to the counter for free beer. It was his last request. He wanted everybody to have a party for him. So people like Johnny Depp, uh, Bob Gedolf, and the president of Ireland, Michael D. Higgins, were some of the attendees Higgins. that were at McGowan's funeral. <laughs> Higgins! Higgins! Uh, send in love to Patty Smith. She was hospitalized Tuesday due to an unspecified sudden illness. Uh, she's on tour right now in Italy. She's 76 years old and she's scheduled to perform in Venice later this week but at this time is still in the hospital. Chino Marino says he wanted to get Robert Smith of The Cure on the latest album from Crosses because the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer knows how to sing about sadness. Chino was telling Pace Magazine that when he was writing the song Girls Float, Boys Cry, he was just sad. He says everything I wanted to say was in that song and it was exactly the way I was feeling and so he put Robert Smith to The cast. Cure's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, they just went in. Like couple, like within the last five years, huh. you didn't know. I'm not oh. paying attention. How do you feel? A little depressed. Well, that's <laughs> on brand. I'm sorry, but I've been listening to a lot of this. Yeah, <laughs> that's one I've been of the listening best parts. To the cure a lot. Yeah, that's one of the best parts of wedding singer. Uh, yesterday we talked about Oprah, uh, Oprah Winfrey being interviewed on the Drew Barrymore show and how Drew was stroking Oprah's arm. People were very uncomfortable. There was a lot of hand-holding and arm-caressing. Cozy vibes, so weird. but cringe. Uh, here is Oprah talking about that experience. Either one. Drew Barrymore was holding her hand for dear life, and fans want to know, were you uncomfortable at any point? Not a bit. I know that's right. Not a bit. <laughs> I was actually comforted by the stroking of the really? arm. Really? I went home and told Stebbin, you got to stroke my arm. So comforting. No, I was not uncomfortable at all. I've never seen her do that, but I thought I thought it was endearing is what I thought. Oh, the queen has spoken. Stedman. The queen has spoken. Stebbin needs Stedman. to step it up. <laughs> Get the car. <laughs> Bam Margera. Yes, yes, yes. ma'am. Bam Margera has joined a new crew of Daredevils in L.A., which included donning a boxing glove, delivering some vicious blows to the head. There's a new video that we will have on the blog uh, where it shows Bam ambushing getting ambushed by a madhouse boy on the side of the head from behind, which looked pretty bad. Um, what do you think? I mean, Bam, should he be doing this? I mean... Well, you don't want him to get hurt, so he has to go on pain pills. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Ah, man, this guy's just... I think he's kind of taking out his sadness by getting beaten up by these... Do you, you know, if he's voluntarily. <clears throat> Bam Margera? Yeah, like maybe... I would imagine. Maybe he's got to do this kind of stuff. Like, this is his way of... Earning a living. I guess. 
The Madhouse Boys have gained popularity online with all their stunts. It's essentially if Jackass and your mom had a baby is how they describe it. Anybody ever watch uh, the Steve-O special? The entire thing? I, I did watch a good chunk of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. It's, I stopped it's at the hard. vasectomy. I, I literally it's was hard like to watch. this. The, <laughs> oh, it was hard for me it's, to watch. It's very good. <laughs> if you were into like real gross stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough watch, but I mean, talk about a phoenix rising. Mm-hmm. Steve-O and his success and his, yeah, his Wild Ride podcast is excellent. Yeah. Excellent. It is really good. And everything he's doing, all the success to that guy. A stage musical based on the 1987 vampire classic, The Lost Boys, is in the works. The guys behind it is David Hornsby from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Patrick Wilson, who we know from The Conjuring. The Lost Boys, are about, it's, it's, it's about vampires? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You serious? I'm serious. I've never seen it. Really? I, don't, oh, I, I don't think I knew that. It's an iconic I think I thought it was like, I always just thought it was like a standby me. Like, you know, did, like boys get lost in the woods. Uh, hell, I, I, I Kiefer mean, Sutherland what is else so would cute. I oh no, I'm lost. Oh no, we're boys. We're lost. You should watch. I mean, it's one of those '80s oh, iconic man, movies. So cheesy. I figured it's it was so four good. or five boys. Uh, you know, like a like a, one of them teen coming of age. Like they built. It kind of is. Like Corey Feldman's in it, and the, the, both the Corys are in it. Yeah, both the Corys are in it, and they you know it's they're a young Corey's guys. Movie. And a, but, it's a, but it's a vampire film. Right. Yeah, but it's like Kiefer Sutherland. Surprise. With a, he's got a sweet mullet in that. Is that oh, a twist? Gorgeous. Is that, is that a twist? Should I not have known that it was a vampire No, movie? you'll know. Like, the, from the very beginning, you yeah, kind of know. Yeah, it's known. Hey, they're like vampire cool vampires. Okay, so, so going back to those, like, you know, coming of age, what was what the heck was the movie with the kid uh, where Kevin Costner or somebody like that was like his dad and he, he lived in a fort or he built forts out in the, out in the woods? What the heck was that? Hmm. Y'all remember what I'm talking about? No. North. No, Elijah no, no, Wood? that's Elijah Wood. He's up in Alaska or something. No, this is like one of the late 80s, early 90s movies. Um, something, about, something about a kid building forts. Listen, I was an 80s kid, so everything was about building forts yeah. for me. Yeah. It was a fort movie. I have no idea. If there was a fort in a movie, I was a fan. Was the a fan. War? That was oh, Elijah the Wood. The War, yeah. Was that it? I think that's why I thought I was North. And, and Kevin Costner. He and his dad like take on the bullies or, some, or something? Yeah, Elijah Wood, Kevin Costner. It's called The War. From the director of Fried Green Tomatoes. Hmm. Ooh. All right. Sorry to interrupt the crap. No, that's fine. Thank you for answering my question. Oh, that was in between Wyatt Earp and Waterworld. The War. Prime Costner. A lot of W movies that were not well received. Uh, Let me see here. Stephen Simmons, a shell-shocked Vietnam veteran, returns from the mental hospital where he entered voluntarily because he was suffering from nightmares about the war and had an... Uh, had in uh, consequence lost three jobs in a row. Is this does this sound familiar to you? Yeah, that's it. That's got to be it. Because hmm. there's like a tree on the cover or something. Because they they make a fort. Ah. In the meantime, Stephen's children's uh, Stephen's children twins Lydia and Stu try to get away from the dreary reality of their lives. They find a tree in a forest close to their house and decide to build a treehouse there. That's right. And they find the treehouse. They take it over. Somebody. 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 Like steals they the lock and key. dispatch with the neighborhood bullies like the Viet Cong. Yeah. What a feel-good film. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. The Netflix is a joke fest is back for its second year. It's going to run May 2nd through the 12th in L.A., and there's going to be more than 300 events, including the greatest roast of all time, Tom Brady. Every comedian you love is a part of this. So Tom Brady is being roasted? He is. I look forward to this a lot. Like, do they... I've never watched... Uh, like, do they stream this festival anywhere? Like, do they stream it on Netflix? No, it's, um, I went to, I was in the last one, and it was wild, dude. It's just like, there's so many, they basically just take over L.A. Every comedian in the country is in L.A., and 
There'll be four shows going on at the same time, and it'll be like John Mulaney and Earthquake at the Hollywood Bowl, or you can go see Theo Vaughn and uh, uh, Andrew Santino at this theater, or it'll be like uh, Amy Poehler and, and Tina Fey at this, and you got to pick. Yeah. So they don't do like highlights and air them on Netflix? I'm sure no, the only thing they record. I'm sure that roast they'll do. I'm sure they. The I roast they are roast. recording because I saw that they are recording the Tom Brady roast and they record. Uh, they have a segment called Introducing, which is kind of like their JFL has a thing called New Faces, where it's like up and coming, and they record those and put them on YouTube. But I think everything else is just like live shows. Mm. I mean, every Seinfeld's there, Bill Burr, John Mulaney, uh, Chelsea Handler, Jeff Ross. Everybody is at this thing. It just looks so much fun. Yeah, Jeff Ross is doing the show he did at Flyover, which was really cool about his parents. You got like this LA thing today. I'm moving to LA, yeah. guys. You don't want to matter. No, I don't. I used to. I used to want to work at K-Rock and live in L.A. Not anymore. Yeah. No, thanks. Hey, and finally, Rotten Tomatoes has listed the best Batman movies of all time. Let's go. This personally, is Rotten Tomatoes. Personally, for me, the Jack Nicholson first with Michael Keaton is, 1989. The, end all, is the end all be all for That's me. number eight. It's going to be Heath Ledger. It's going to be that one. The Dark Knight. Yeah. It is number one, yeah. yes. But what's number two? I'm, I'm kind of surprised that's by number an easy, two. Uh, that's an easy. The, I bet you the new one is number two. <laughs> no, the new one is... Uh, number 40, Is it going to be 000. the animated one or one of the... Uh, number like four. Legos or? I say the Keaton Dude, Burton. that movie sucked so much. The Keaton much. Burton one? No, the new Batman was terrible. Yeah. I thought it was okay. It was. I think it was about an hour too long. I'll say okay, yeah. It was for number sure. four. It was okay. I tried watching it again and I was not entertained. Because I like the... the what was the Riddler? The Riddler Paul was... Paul Dano? Yeah, Paul Dano. Joker. Great. Heath Ledger's Joker part two. Yeah, it was really good. It was not as dynamic as I thought it was the first time. When you watch it again, you go, huh. Okay, I could have done without the Zoe Kravitz Catwoman thing. What? It wasn't bad. She's so it good. just wasn't great. It was all right. Yeah, it was, it was all right. All right. It, so was, it was emo Batman. I love, number four. I love the OG. I mean, I mean, again, because it came out when I was a kid and it made me just an enormous fan, was uh, the the Burton Michael Keaton first one. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah, it's number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Okay, Batman Returns. That's number six. What about the original Bat Batman? Like 1966? Yeah, Sharks. That's number nine. There's no way Batman Returns is better than the original Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Keaton Batman. By two points. By two spots? Yeah. I mean, I loved it, but no way. Batman, begins Batman Returns is which one? Batman was a huge Batman risk. Batman Returns is Christopher Walken, Danny DeVito. It's the Penguin. Oh, the Penguin the one? Christmas. When Batman, Tim Burton's Batman came out, it was, he's talked about it. And he's like, his agent called him and was like, hey, man. This will kill you. Jack Nicholson called Michael Keaton and was like, hey, let's do this together. And he's like, it's a win-win. Either it flops and we no one will notice or we're going to have the biggest hit in the, on the planet. It's going to change both our careers. Because it was like not... Superhero the technology wasn't really there to make great superhero movies yet. You know what I mean? And like Tim was, Burton was plus they were going to make a dark a couple movies. One. Yeah, Tim Burton had a couple movies under his belt. Man, yeah. it was so good. Are they going to say the uh, the original Batman with um, Adam West? No, no, with the with the the first Christopher Nolan one. The first Batman Chris Begins. Batman that one's Batman great. Begins. That one is, is number phenomenal. five. Yeah, that one's beautiful. Uh, then, then the one with Bane with Tom Hardy. The Dark Knight Rises. Rises. That's number Rises, three. Yeah. Okay. So we're missing number two. You're missing two, seven, and ten. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you number ten. It's Zack Snyder's Justice League from 2021. Oh, these were included. Okay. And then number seven was Batman: Mask of Phantasm, which I never saw. That's the uh, animated. That animated. So number two, um, you guys, you you know this. Somebody actually said it. 
in guessing, but Lego, Lego Batman. Okay. Is oh, that's two. good. Yeah. I've never seen that. That's, that's Will one. Arnett. Will yeah. Arnett is Batman. He's good. Yeah. Anyway, your top He's three: The Dark Knight Rises, Lego Batman movie, and then The Dark Knight at number one. Hmm. Which is the one with Schwarzenegger? That's uh, Mr. Freeze. He's Mr. Freeze. That is Batman Forever. Uh, forever? Oh, yeah. Batman Forever. forever. Batman Forever, yeah. not even top 10. Wait, wait. That one was it, awesome. Is that Batman Forever? Or is, is that, so Batman Forever, is that with uh, Chris Nicole. O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not in the top 10. That was horrible. That it one. was. I loved it. It was so cheesy, but remember ride. all the fun things they came out with? Like at Six Flags, they had the Mr. Freeze ride. They had all the coolest toys with that thing. Is that Batman Forever, though? Because that's the I, one with Jim Carrey. One had Forever has Jim Carrey yeah. and Tommy Lee Jones and Uma. Is it Uma, Uma Thurman? Thurman? Yeah, he might be, right? You know, she was. Uh, Belle Kilmer, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, Poison Nicole Ivy. Kidman is Batman Forever. Which one's. What's one? What's the Nicole one? Nicole Kidman. Sorry. Yeah, what's yeah. the one with uh, Uma Thurman? That's Poison Ivy. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. And that was number 15. Is that the one with Arnold? Yes. Uma Thurman and okay. Arnold. Get out. <laughs> yeah. That one was so. That was oh, so man. fun. Yeah, that one is a piece Stay of Stay cool. That one. <laughs> big, uh, big birthdays today, guys. Huge day. Uh, strap in. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Tori Kelly is 31. Vanessa Hudgens Who? is 35. Who's Tori, Tori Kelly? Tori Kelly is um, uh, curly hair. Like uh, She was uh, Scoot, one of Scooter Braun's artists. She's absolutely incredible. I don't know why she's not a bigger star, but whatever. Tori Kelly is 31. Vanessa Hudgens is 35. Natasha... Uh, McHell, McHellone, McHellone, McSomething. She's 54. Who? I don't know. <laughs> Ted what Raimi, is she, though? Uh, Why even mention the her The creator of Spartan Program on the Halo TV series. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Sean Penn, she sent Sean Penn to Mars in the Hulu series, the first. I don't she know. Just to Mars, Listen, Sean Penn. I needed to fill the space because there's nobody else. Ted Raimi is 58. I don't know who that is. S- Cynthia Gibb is 60. I don't know who that is. This uh, is a big day. Cliff Williams. From ACDC. Yes, from ACDC. Okay, is 74. D. Wallace. D. Wallace. Elliot's mom and E.T. Okay. Is 75. <laughs> Joyce Vincent Wilson. Heck yeah. Okay, is 77. And Hal Williams. Who is Joyce Vincent I don't Wilson? Know. Tim Scold's 57. The inventor of the mop. <laughs> uh, apparently, she was Tony Orlando and Dawn. Uh, tie, tie a Yellow Ribbon it was okay, one of her hits. Song. Yeah. Knock Three Times was one of her hits. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, and Hal Williams, yeah. Officer Smitty on Sanford and Son, is 85. Well, I, well, big so I will day. tell you that it is a big birthday day for today's porno birthday. Oh. Which is brought to you by Patricia's for Fun and Fantasy Meet, the legend Ginger Lynn. Ginger the Lynn. legend. Ginger Lynn, the legendary mattress actress. Mm. She has been in 382 fine films, including Ball Busters, Bitchy Bitches, California Steaming, The Devil and Mr. Holmes. <laughs> Gentlemen prefer ginger. A hard day at the office. Jubilee of eroticism. Lust in the fast lane. Whore of the worlds. And who can forget a role in 2011's Screw Love? Let's F. Lust in the fast lane. Screw Love. Legends. gonna blow your mind. Figgy pudding. Yeah, it's figgy pudding. <laughs> uh, ginger Lynn is 61 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays. And that was your crap on celebrities. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we got to get through some of these emails. I mean, they are stacking up. So a nice, decent email segment. Your emails will be read next. Also, uh, Rafe, before the show, held a sneeze. Mm. I got a story about Not what good. happened to one guy when he held a sneeze. It is a rare 
world's first. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top running condition. And remember, at Dobbs with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go to Dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, it's Carter Hutton, St. Louis Blues. You're listening to The Riz Show, and happy birthday, Riz. Hey, Michael Yo's coming in in, uh, in about an hour. He'll be at the Funny Bone Westport this weekend. Good dude. It'll be his third time on the show. We'll play just two of us, give away some fabulous prizes. We got Chili Peppers tickets. We got Limp Bizkit tickets. We got Blues tickets for the game on Saturday against the Stars. We got tickets to go see Dropkick Murphys. Uh, our buddy Ken Cruz put this out on Twitter. And I'm not sure if this is, he retweeted something. So it says, type in, thank my Amazon driver to your Amazon search bar, and they'll give your last delivery driver an additional five bucks at no cost to you. 
Oh, yeah. My friend Danielle posted this on Facebook yesterday. Is that true? Yeah. Guess so. She did it. And it works? Riz, let me see your phone real quick. I want to see if this works. <laughs> you know, I don't have an Amazon account. Oh. Do what now? I don't have an Amazon account. It's my wife's. It's my wife's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does, does that work? See, if USA it's at no today. cost to you, then everybody should do it. Heck yeah. What a great thing. So it's, we'll send $5 to your driver. I mean, it's on type USA in, Today. Must be official. In, thank my Amazon driver to your Amazon search bar, and they'll give your last delivery driver an additional five bucks at no cost to you. Yeah. Let the driver of your most recent delivery know they're appreciated. You can thank your driver. And you can also do this with Alexa by saying, Alexa, thank my driver. Hey, how much goes to the driver? Be specific. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Be specific, Amazon. They'll receive an extra $5 at no cost to you. I'm doing it. Or, Moon, even if they get $4. No, yeah, it's $5. I just, just want to know, man. Or they get nothing. I just want to know. Yeah, or is, yeah. who's getting the extra? I Jeff Bezos is sitting on my the icon. <laughs> <laughs> More money for me. <laughs> I'm going to add an extra 10 feet to this yacht. Uh... Rafe held a sneeze this morning, and I said, "Dude, just let it out, man. Are you a are you a giant sneezer?" Uh, depends. I have really bad allergies, which sucks. I would I'm can't wait. I'm, I'm ready to get every shot known to man. Uh, but I try to hold them in when we're on the air. Sometimes I'll get a tickle. This is this is before the air. This is this is before the air. Sometimes before I before went on this morning. Just one that snuck up on me, so I tried to you know be a practice. gentleman. We got to practice holding them in for when you're on the air. Oh. Practice like you play. I enjoy, I mean, I really love a good sneeze. Me too. Me I'm too. alone. It's a big achoo. It's a cartoonish achoo. I love it. I do too. I feel like work is being done in my body, like to expel things that don't need to oh, be yeah. there. Mine, I, mine are full screams. I sneeze so hard. You guys ever <laughs> sneeze so hard like your appendages hurt for a second? Yeah. You ever sneeze so hard that like your arms, like you feel like a pain in both arms? Because yeah. you like, something happens in your body. There's like a... You'll sneeze, and I'll be like, ah, like my hand, you gotta like kind of squeeze your hands for a second, shake yeah. it off. I've had it where my back has popped. Yeah, my sternum pops every time. Oh. It goes pop. I want to pop my bones over here. Oh, God, can you hear that? I yeah, hear I can. That. Gross. It's kind of nasty. Here, let, let, do you ever screen. sneeze and hold one of your nostrils shut? Just, just like, no, that's scary. Get one side out. You try to sneeze with my eyes open. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't. Impossible. It's very hard. <laughs> or is it? Impossible. Headline. Man tears his windpipe after holding in sneeze in a rare world's first. What? I was hoping it was going to be something good, like man holds I... in sneeze and his wiener grew like a half inch or something. That would have oh, been, been cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been holding his mine wiener, in. His wiener grew, you know, three inches. Yeah. I swear it's not. That's why I've been holding mine in, just hoping that Watch this party it's got to go somewhere. Do you all have the uh, what I call a blessing, which is that photo... Uh, photo look at, something or other. If I if I have to yeah if I have to sneeze I'll look at a light or the sun and it instantly like draws it out triggers of triggers it. Oh, it's the best. So a man has managed to tear a hole in his windpipe when attempting to hold in a sneeze, which doctors think is a world first for this kind of injury. Yeah, so that's awful. He, he was driving and he was suddenly hit with a bout of of hay fever. Mm. Rather than you know just let him go, let the sneezes fly. He put a finger under his nose. He instead one instead of like. You know, put your finger under your nose. Yeah. He pinched his nose and closed his mouth. Oh. Why? So he did pinch his nose, oh. closed his mouth. And pop your ears and everything. And, and he pipe. opened up a hole in his windpipe. <sighs> yeah, the pressure that had built up 
you know, from the sneeze is 20 times more powerful than what your windpipe would normally be able to handle. So, I mean, he opened up a hole in his windpipe. He got to the hospital, both sides of his neck had already swollen, causing him severe pain. He could still breathe. He could still swallow, but barely. After an x-ray, it was found the guy had this uh, condition called uh, surgical emphysema, where air could get stuck under the deepest tissue in somebody's body. The air had gotten trapped in the vertebrae and his neck, as well as the space in between his chest and lungs. Like, he really did himself some damage oh my by holding in a sneeze. So he had these other conditions that were kind of like... No, I think holding in the sneeze, the air had to go somewhere, right? Oh, that's what caused the condition? I guess so. Oh. That doesn't make me feel any more comfortable. No, so let it go, man. Let it go. Let it rip, dude. Let it rip. So you guys don't have that the sun thing? I do. Don't you think it's a blessing? I think it is. Yeah. A blessing. It, you know, it works <laughs> a lot of the time. Sometimes it doesn't work. I don't know if it's like the placebo effect on me. I don't know. Well, like, no- I think I've been told to, hey, if you got to sneeze, you know, look up at the light. It's going to make it go. Yeah. There's nothing. You ever hold in a sneeze and shart, though? Man. I've never bummer. had that happen. That's a real bummer. That's my By fear. holding it in? Yeah, man. I had a situation yesterday where I thought, oh, my God, is this the day? Oh, you thought. I thought I. You thought you did it? Fast Eddie Shrimp got you? Yeah. Chick on a stick. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Shout out to Bud Light Lime and Peel and Eat Shrimp. That's like a. That's like a Molotov cocktail for sharding yourself across the uh, Alton Bridge. But I was ready to like text you guys, like if I know you don't want to hear about it, but I thought that was you. Seriously, I was out. Bolting out of there. Let me out. (laughs) Well, you were having some stomach issues earlier this week. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm always having stomach issues. Let's be real. Like I I always got Tums and Pepto, and I'm like a pharmacy man. Yeah, I got everything. I have the time off. I do. Need some time away. You know, as somebody who doesn't eat meat, uh, learn. Would this bother you if you lived next to like a barbecue joint? No, it wouldn't. And you had the constant smell of uh, barbecue no. wafting into your house? No, because that doesn't, I mean, I go out to eat to barbecue joints and get as vegetarian as I wish. Or I eat chicken, so that's whatever. But. Would, it, would it annoy any of you if you live next to a barbecue place and you constantly had the smell of, of barbecue in the house? Or I it, Maybe, I, I'm thinking, it's also like living next to train tracks. Eventually, you get used to it. Mm. I don't yeah, know. I think my, you'd block it out. I had a barber that was next to, and I mean like one wall in between them, uh, in between his chair and a barbecue place. And then I got a buddy whose office is barbecue. next to it, next to one of the best barbecue places on the planet. Barbecue. Every time barbecue. I go, that's a good idea. Every trademark. time I go, I love it, and I always think, oh man, I wonder if he loves it too. But I, I love it. And every time I'm hanging with my buddy in, in his office, I'm like, all right, I, I, everybody loves this the smell. So good, good of, over of, there. I would you know, love barbecuing it. meat. The only problem I would have with it is like when I'm trying to, to slim down or something because mm-hmm. I'd be wanting to eat pork steaks 24 seven, which I already do. So, well, there is a uh, there's a battle brewing over this. Uh, this Nashville, Tennessee uh, meat and barbecue market, a neighbor suing, claiming it interferes with the enjoyment of her home. Hmm. Now, the one question that's going before the court is whether the smell of the grilling and smoked meats qualifies as a nuisance. Hmm. So over the past nine years, this place has been open. Uh, Very, very popular. Uh, A woman moved into the place after, after the barbecue joint was open. Keep that in mind. Barbecue joints open nine years. This woman moves in mm-hmm. two years ago. She alleges 
that the smoke from the constant grilling is a nuisance. The smoke. Okay, so we're not talking about the smell. We're actually talking about the smoke. That kind of changes things a little bit. We're not talking about scent. He, the anymore. guy says, hey, like I comply with all the codes. He complies with all the, the city codes. Um, I mean, valid argument, though, with the he's smoke. Try, he's, he says he spent a lot of time and money trying to, trying to address the neighbor's complaints. Like, hey, I'll, tr- I'll try to keep the smoke, you know, my I'll way t- and the I'll smell the my way. to go uh, other places. Well, I don't know, man. That sucks that you got your windows open and your whole every your couch smells like a barbecue joint. I mean, and then you're ruined for barbecue because you're like, I can't smell but this he's, anymore. But he's he was been there, there nine years. No, I agree. And she yeah. moved in two years ago. It sucks. She made the decision yeah, to her. move there. But she is the, this woman is like, you got to shut down. She wants him <laughs> out, shut down, shut it down. I think she's in the wrong. Yeah. Like not even like get a better ventilation system. Like shut it down. Here's the owner uh, talking about it. Well, we smoke about five days a week. I just put my foot down. I said, look, that's all we're going to do. I'm through. We can't do anything else. You do what you got to do. It's just a little country store, you know, right here in the middle of East Nashville. And we want people to feel it when they come in that it's a family-run business. Yeah. Guy just wants to smoke his meat. That's it. That's it. And this person just wants to live in her house and not have her pillows smell like pig carcass. she... I mean, should, should that be disclosed? I, I'd be pissed at the real estate person. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it, you wouldn't notice when you were buying your home that it smells Maybe like, He said he smokes five days a week. So, so probably, she went on the sixth day. Probably, she got a showing on a Saturday, probably. Okay. Let's say Tuesday, you know, off Monday. So Tuesday through Saturday. <laughs> off Sunday, Monday. Right. Um. Yeah, she may have seen the house on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Seems reasonable. Mm. She didn't know. Okay. Time to move. She didn't know. Bummer. But yeah, I'd be suing the real estate person if that were the case. <laughs> still got to do your. Yeah. It's not their fault either. Yeah. Why? Still, still got to do your. Du- I don't know. Should that be disclosed? You still got to do your due diligence, man. I'm thinking about where I. I mean, I got a barbecue joint. I got restaurants around where I live, and I don't smell anything. But you know, we when we moved in, we could hear one of the more busy streets around town, and we sat out in the yard when we were looking at the house we moved into, and. We're like, ah, oh, do we want to put up with this much traffic noise? I don't know. Like, it sounds like maybe she didn't s- sniff the air good enough, even if it was a Sunday. <laughs> I would notice that. I'd be like, oh my god, it smells. You're the one. You would see that a barbecue place was next door, at least. Right. You maybe didn't cl- smell close it, enough, and yeah. at least be like, huh? Wonder if I'm gonna smell cooking food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Probably not. Right. No, and and, like... and and the, and the the smoke. You know, it attaches to, like, you, if you stand next to a campfire for three seconds, mm-hmm. you smell like a campfire for, for five days. Yeah, but if the campfire isn't lit. What I'm saying is that smoke permeates everything. Even if it, they're not smoking that day, it probably still smells like smoke. Oh. That's what you're saying. I know. It's going to be interesting because this guy's like, we ain't closing. The neighborhood's got his back. But again, it's not the smell she's complaining about. It's the smoke <laughs> itself. Well, of course the neighborhood's got his back. They all love eating there. Yeah. But they all live live with it, too, you know? I mean, it sounds like they're fine with it. Again, they're fine with the smell. Right. But I do want want to move into the hill now and complain about the smell of food being made. Mm. You guys got to shut down. This is my home. about smoke. (laughs) I I hate take that smoke. I don't think she has much of an argument here, but her complaint, just remember. There are worse things for your house to smell like. Let me tell you that. 
Your barbecue's pretty yeah, rad to listen, smell you like could that. move right next to the fart factory. That's right. Imagine how that person feels. Yeah. <laughs> Went in there on a Sunday when nobody was farting. Dude, I always wondered, so like, um, what's that? Uh, so I used to work over at McMurray on, on Page. And a lot of times going from my house in St. Anne over to there, you go by that Page corridor where there's like the cookies. And I don't, I don't know if they're still making them, but remember that cookie that factory place over there? Was, is mom... Mother, what was that? Uh, whatever it was, like the whole area smells like cookies, and it smells incredible, like chocolate chip, like soft baked that morning. The whole place smells like cookies, and I always yeah. thought, man, if I lived right here, would I stop smelling cookies? Would this get annoying? <coughs> how Too much this, of a good how thing. How would this be? Well, it's like over kind of in the Wash U area there in Midtown. There's a, a coffee roaster. Mm. There's about a three block radius where you smell. It's Renoco. Is that where Renoco is? I think so. That sounds right. But I mean, you can smell the burnt beans within a three block radius, and I'm like, I'm sure you would get tired of it eventually. Tired of it. It doesn't always a great smell either. It kind of smells like tuna in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I love the smell of coffee. Me too. The best part of waking when up. They burn the beans. Sometimes they take on like a bitter smell. Mm. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, some emails. Ray Show at 1057thepoint.com. Okay, we have some emails. Oh, and it's frozen right now. Give me give me one second. Nice. Let me close Great. this and, and bring them back Santa up. Santa, baby. Let's <laughs> <laughs> vamp. Okay, so wanted to reach out and see if y'all had any suggestions for my sibling Christmas gift. In the family... There's myself and my husband, my sister and, my, and her husband, and my brother and his wife. A few years back, we decided that each Christmas, one couple would plan an outing for the six of us instead of exchanging gifts or gift cards. Okay. Not a bad idea, right? Right. An outing. Yes. We've done an escape room, axe throwing, the armory. We've uh, we've been to Tap Social House, Two Plumbers, Square One Brewery, and some others that are escaping me right now. Looking into a cooking class, but they're all booked for the weekends that my right. sister's available. Checking to see if you guys have any recommendations or places to check out as a group. We usually like to grab food and do some sort of activity. Anyhow. Help is appreciated. How about going to a concert? That's not a bad idea. There's plenty of great stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Concert Go to a concert or a well, comedy club. I know this sounds maybe weird, you know, being all adults, but you know the city museum is pretty fun to go down there. They they got a bar, right? Oh, I don't. They got two, that. I think. And it's kind of a fun place for adults, right? I mean, if you're looking at yeah. an activity go that maybe has a really fun place. Alamo, Alamo Draft Foundry. House. Go to the Foundry. Go to Gerard Craft's new speakeasy bar below. Oh, yeah, he's got a speakeasy place now. And then go see a movie at the Alamo. Yeah, what's with that speakeasy place? I'm going to go see it. It's pretty cool. It looks really well. What's the So it's in the basement of the Foundry? <laughs> it's literally underground in the electrical hallway of underneath the Foundry. And it's... Is yeah, there food? There's food, like uh, tapas, and then there's... Crafted cocktails and the reviews are in and it looks cool. As oh well. yeah, hmm. no That's windows. Pretty. Yeah, Foundry's cool. That's a cool place. Alamo's worth checking out too. Bar and food maybe go there. to the Putt Shack after. Yeah, uh, depending on how active you are, I want to take a group. It's been a, a while. I want to take a group back over to 18 North Central and do the uh, the laser tag. Yeah, laser you know. tag is cool. So fun. That's like serious business. There we go. You got a couple good options there for you. Go. Or yeah. Top Golf. Top Golf's good too. Next. Yeah, great one. Okay, let's go into the entertainment review section. And this person says, "You know, everybody's always asking what the hell the dad does for a living in Home Alone to afford such a lavish lifestyle to fly his whole family to France for Christmas." We were talking about this. I make the argument that Peter McAllister works with Clark Griswold, 
and they share the same boss, Mr. Shirley. Here are my arguments. Number one, both movies were written by John Hughes. Number two, Hughes movies all take place in the same fictional Chicago suburb or close to it. Three, both families share similar lifestyles, large homes, lavish Christmas decorations, large families mooching off of them for elaborate Christmas celebrations. Number four, Christmas Vacation comes out in 1989. After Clark's boss is kidnapped, he reinstates the Christmas bonus and increases it by 20%, hmm. enough to pay for installation of a pool and make Clark pass out. Number five, Home Alone takes place in 1990. You see the McAllisters celebrating their Christmas bonus by flying the whole family to France. Again, 1992, flying the whole family to Florida. So, there's a wow. couple different <clears throat> theories here. Um, well, it's never actually mentioned in the movie itself. Outside sources, I don't know who those are, <laughs> indicate that Peter McAllister was a businessman. Some fans claim he could have been a day trader, hmm. as the family does live in a huge house. And there are several kids in it who need to be supported. Number six. Uh, plane tickets that everyone got from Chicago to Paris were paid for by the brother, Rob McAllister. Mm. Number six has more common Hughes movie ties. Chris Columbus was the original director for Christmas, Christmas Vacation. The no. grandparents from 16 Candles make a cameo in the Paris airport. The building Clark works at is the same building Ferris Bueller's dad worked at. Interesting. Thoughts, Justin? Mm. I love that this person's taking a real deep dive into the conspiracy theory of these John Hughes movies, and I appreciate it because I don't want to do all that work. Uh, somebody business. also said he represented Michael Jordan. He was his agent. Oh. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why they had the cool cardboard cutout or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting I think, yeah. He was the same guy from Tom Hanks' Big <laughs> of years later after he was the bad guy to Tom Hanks' toy manufacturing job. In the big city. That was Chicago, right? Sure. Sh uh, big? big? Same actor. I thought it was New York. I thought it was New York. He moved from F.A.O. Schwartz <laughs> and he moved to Chicago. <laughs> okay, okay. And he had some kids and uh, he cashed in his 401k at F.A.O. Schwartz, bought a house in Chicago and started his own toy company. Man, I forever will assume Clark Griswold and Peter McAllister know each other. Yeah. They're saying like... <laughs> Somehow. There's a whole bunch of websites that say he's a, he's made his cash as a highly successful day trader in the city of Chicago, and his wife, Kate, supposedly works in fashion. Great theory, though. Good work. Yeah. How like else it. can you afford that massive house in the suburbs and that trip to Paris? Right. With no additional research, it was sure compelling to me. I like that. Okay. Well, you think Peter McAllister works for Mr. Shirley? I think so. Yeah, perhaps. And there, there's the Christmas bonus. But we need to watch... I need to watch Ferris Bueller because they go and to that day trading uh, scene. I want to see if he's in any of those shots. I do love these movies. We're kind of hate getting here. I do love these movies, though, that always end up fine, and they're doing huge crimes. Kidnapping. I mean, they kidnapped the guy. Mr. Shirley? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I mean, that's illegal. I, mean, all, <laughs> I think about that, too. All these different things. and all Every 80s and 90s movie had some ridiculously grand yes, crime. Course. It was a That was just time. like, ah, whatever. That's the end of the movie. A lot of peeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. The drilling holes in walls. You I mean, know, what was it? Porkies? They drilled the hole in the wall? Every, the, uh, I mean, if you think about rooms. it, if you go back and watch it, every other movie had some sort of drugging in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, the, he, 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 Ether, you know, what, what is it? Ether? Uh, yeah. One <laughs> yeah. of the guys oh, uh, knocks him out chloroform. on the track. Yeah, chloroform. <laughs> I mean, every uh, other movie, somebody's getting drugged, and it's no big deal. Eh, they woke up, whatever, moving on. And that's yeah. what people want to go back to, like this PC world that we're living in where you can't drug people to get the animals out. I, yes, I've heard that so many times. I know, times. Learn. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Who said that? 
What do you mean? Tired of this PC world where I can't chloroform people. <laughs> Probably a guy named it's Tony. Who said that? I don't know. Where are you hearing this? I get emails from... No, I want to see one know. email that says, man, can we go back to times where we drugged people? <laughs> See, Mono and Tim is more fascinating than we realize. Yeah, Tim is William Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, stop sending us emails, dude. We're not taking your side. (laughs) Next. Hey, guys and learn. Hi. My name is Michael, and I just wanted to let Moon know that it is not impossible to land that damn plane on Top Gun. I did it multiple times yesterday after figuring out that A and B speed you up and slow you down. Took 30-plus years for our dumbasses to figure it out. Anyway, good luck trying it yourself. Top Gun, the Nintendo game? Top Gun, the Nintendo game. It was so... I could... I had never landed on the aircraft carrier. I thought it was impossible. Thank you for the information, Michael. Good to know. Thank you, Michael. Hello, fellas and lovely lady. First question. What is the name of the sad piano song you guys play? Trying to get that going over the loudspeaker at my work when my colleagues go into a sad rant about something. But I can't find the exact This is one. the Incredible this Hulk incredible. walkaway song. That's right. Television oh. series. Yeah, a television series. From the, yeah, from the OG Lou Ferrigno. Second question, does anybody feel that if, uh, that if the soap you use doesn't have a scent, is it really washing your hands? Love the show. Um, Keep up the great work. Let's argue about this. My wife buys this unscented soap. She has sensitive skin? <laughs> and you feel like it's not one. No, I, you know her. It's like, oh, they're putting unnecessary things. Right. It's unnecessary things that are leaching into our bodies, and I, I'm not having it. Mm. I'm like, I got to I gotta push back on this one. Mm. It's got to have some kind of scent. It's a feel for me. If my hands don't feel clean, they're not clean. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like necessarily... Feel like they I don't need to squeak. smell... Yeah, like I need to feel like I've gotten the residue off my Like hands. I need to smell something. I need to smell clean. <laughs> I agree. Well, then you guys all agree with Dan. I really don't like, and I've had to switch to it, and it's I'm not a fan, which is the unscented laundry. Oh, oh yeah. I'm fine with that. We did that. We I'm did fine that. with the unscented laundry. I, I, don't, like, lo- I, I don't like love the, the smell, smell of fresh laundry, dude. I don't love the smell like that artificial fresh linen stuff, that... that I could do it out there. I lo- don't you, you like it though when you're walking soap? around, a, like you're passing through a house or something outside, and you smell that coming through the vent. Yeah, yes. nice. it's a wonderful smell. You I used love to it. have scent because you smelled like laundry like a couple weeks ago. Like you, got, you smelled good. Like you smelled fresh. I'm home alone. Mm. I'm home alone. I sneak some downy up in I there. I sneak some downy poppables up in there, baby. What? Don't be telling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Different area codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We got a little agreement. We got a little bit of an open relationship when it comes to Downy Poppable. Mm. She's out of town. (laughs) I gets down with Downy. Oh, you may even bring a friend, you know, like... uh, I might might wash her friend's shirt. No, I mean, throw a fabric softener sheet in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Now we're talking. Wild times. Uh, Yeah, no, I think you need to have scented soap. Hmm. Myers is a great soap, dude. The dish soap from Myers, which is the local. The one my wife love all Myers products. Yeah, that's so good good and so clean feeling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that lemon echinacea. Yes. Get it on me. She gets the holiday scent one. She's a big fan of that. She buys like eighty of them, and uh, then we can't pay her mortgage. Great. Next. (laughs) Oh, hey, Team Riz. Like many of us, I check my Spotify rap for the past year, and it's pretty much the same every single year. I've always known that I have a very limited taste in music since I'm comfortable with the songs I know. This coming year, I'm going to try to change that a bit and would like your help. I'm challenging myself to listen to popular albums from random years, thinking 1960 to the present day. That's a lot of years. 
Uh, there are no rules other than each week I pick a random year and I listen to the albums in their entirety by just searching for popular albums from that year. What are some albums you each consider to be bangers from end to end from any year? Hoping to get about three per Riz Show member, but I'm open to any and all suggestions. Thanks, Nate. Man, I've been in Allison Chains. It was 2023 was an Allison Chains year for me. Mm -hmm. Listen to Dirt. Dirt in its entirety. It's so good, man. I'll recommend that. And maybe ask me uh, in a couple weeks, I'd recommend something else. Yeah. Lately, I've been on, I actually shared with Rafe, I've, the devil and God are raging inside me from brand new. Don't look at the headlines. Don't look up anything about that band mm. if you can't separate the art from the artist. But that record, start to finish, is perfection to me. All right. It's a very it's good. Very good. Uh, start to finish record, I think, 1999, Incubus, Make Yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that record from front to back can entertain anybody. And I and I suggest that one first because I think you don't have to be an Incubus fan. You don't have to Privilege be a Privilege was my number fan. two song this year. Oh, dude. I, I just think from front to back, you can put it on as background music. You can put it on and pay yeah. attention to every note. The you can warmth. do whatever you want. It is just a perfect front to back record. All right. So yeah, you got I that mean, one. Give me one. And this is, was this... Specifically, '90s or could it no, be? Any, no, no, any, any year, any year from 1960 year. on. Uh, one that is, um, I think, would be a great choice is Thrice Viesu, and that album is beautiful, start to finish. It's so well crafted. It sounds Ooh. amazing. Oh, Thrice, Thrice, Thrice. Yeah, Viesu. Thrice. Viesu is such a good album. All right, there's that one and mm. Rafe, front uh, to back. And you're trying to broaden your musical horizons, right? Yeah, uh, I would say live at the Old Quarter, Towns of Anzant. It's the best live album, and uh, it's just every song is good, and his performance in between the songs are good, and you can just put it on and, and listen. Or Jason Isbell's Southeastern album is also very good. Start mm -hmm. to um, what I wonder what this person's musical taste is. Like, yeah. what what is Don't there? Don't know. I'd like to know what your number one. Yeah. I wish I'd have known that. I think it's kind of cooler that we don't. Yeah. And that way we're but all I think just giving randos. Yeah, but I was, if, he's, if he's all, like, all right, maybe he's already a grunge guy. I'd give him something else. Right. Yeah. I don't think an already, like, a, just a pure grunge guy is going to say from 1960. I think we, we might have a, he might have a broader. Okay. Okay. You really want to yeah. go wild. Jay-Z's Blueprint. Oh, yeah. Start to finish. Great album. I would say, Cypr if a rap record for me, Cypress Hill Black Sunday. Boom. Front to back. Also good. All right. The best. Yeah. Marty Robbins, Gunfighter, Ballads and Trail Songs. That one's perfection. Notorious but the Dark Side of the Moon. For death. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon's rad. Also good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, uh, Computer. Yeah. Ugh, no. It's a, <laughs> no. a great album. No. Delete it. No. Delete his comment. Wait, wait, wait. Can you rewind that? No. Can you just rewind that so it's not on here? Ruin the segment. Next. Good morning. <laughs> I'm not trying to be program director at all. I know that really pisses you guys off. I just really miss an old game. It'd be really fun to hear Learn and Rafe play Finish the Lyrics as forcefully played by a weekly guest, as well as Mumble the Hits. Thanks, everybody. Mike. All right. Well, I'd have to put that together. Well, last time I did play Mumble the Hits, mm -hmm. and I wasn't very after, good at after it. After next year, we'll do that. Next. <laughs> Which made it fun. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, hi, guys. Lived in the neighborhood of uh, Dan's Emerald Forest. Remember I was telling you about my daughter uh, going out to this this uh, house in Overland. It has all the trains and all the crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. oh. This person says my daughter was friends with the girl that lived there. The train going into the basement, it, it goes in and out of the basement. It runs in and out of the house. Uh, Dan has a waterfall, and the train town turns in it red during Halloween. The kids call it the River of Blood. It really is something to see. I would say a must-see in the St. Louis area. Dan's Magical Forest? Dan's Emerald Forest uh, up in uh, Overland, I believe. 
Yeah, my I, wife I can't was imagine just talking Christmas. about that. She said there's a place that has three different trains, and it sounds like a place I wouldn't let my kids go to alone. Don't let the giantess porn people find out about this place. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at that! Is really amazing. All right, one more email. Uh, gang, you guys were so surprised by the 55-minute average time of porn viewing by people at home. But it isn't that nuts. You have to consider the Netflix effect. Remember, you spend half the runtime of the movie searching Netflix for the right movie to watch. Porn's no different. You just got to find the right one. Stay classy, You have problems, you, and you need to stop watching <laughs> porn, honestly. Like, you have a porn problem. Well, I think what they're saying is we understood the stat as 55 minutes of watching porn, which sounds... Ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. I think what Jeff is saying is, I bet you they're giving us the stat of 55 minutes that they're on the site. Oh, that, that's ridiculous. Still ridiculous. Sur searching for the right, <laughs> searching for the that's right page one. 25 stuff, If you bro. can't find something in the first five minutes. Take a break. Take a break. Because <laughs> you've been desensitized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wasn't somebody complaining about the porno birthday? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had somebody in the, uh, in the chat that actually said... Um, <laughs> I call BS. There's a porno birthday for every day of the week. Okay. Dumbass. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Here's how. First of all, you don't think there's more than 365 porn stars in the history of porn? Dopey. <laughs> Number two, and I'm going to have you do your own research. Okay. There is a website that I go to. Every day after the show, it's called the International Adult Film Database, the IAFD. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's the Internet Adult Film Database. It's, IMD, I, it's IMDb for, for the, porn. It's the IMDb for porn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Government. IAFD has a place where you go, birthdays. And there's a calendar, and I would click today is uh, December see, 14th. The 14th. And it would list. All the porn stars that are born on that particular date. Hundreds. And there are, every day, at least 20 to 30 porn stars born. I've seen it. And not only that, it lists every single thing. And it lists single thing every film they're in. Okay? This, Dopey? This person <laughs> is an absolute numbnuts, though. So, they're dropping homophobic stuff in the chat, too. Well. This is not a... I hate... This is not a person... I know. I hate to. I'm glad. Highlight the, you know, and give, uh, you know, give air to stupidity. But yes, but sometimes you got to just air it out. I will just let you guys know there is a place, and these birthdays are legit. And I invite everyone to look at the IAFD. Yeah, with your parents. Research. With your parents. It's <laughs> <laughs> your mom on there. What do you get the man who has everything? A subscription to the porn IMDb database. Right. No, it's free. Oh, even it's better. Free. It's As it should be, like the giving. internet intended. Right. Well, you know how IMDb, you can pay so you can have your own account and update your page. And if you have I, any credits, can you do that there? I don't know who updates this. I just know that that's where I go every day. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you for your service. And you're welcome, St. Louis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, spin on that site. A couple things uh, before we take a break. Uh, Rafe, live number two show today after the show. After the show. Yeah. Live number two show. What time? Uh, noon. Central. Noon. The stroke of noon, your lunch break. Uh, uh, could go on the Point app and leave me messages right now. In the Voice Drop app, you can do the drop-down menu for the hit the text button. And the number two show, leave me a message. I will try to address it, and I'll be taking live calls 
I'll be honest, I don't remember the number, but I'll say it after the break. I'll look it up again. Uh, <laughs> okay. On the spot. On the spot. He's I the forgot. one that told me to plug it. <laughs> I know I did, and then I forgot to look it up. Like an idiot. Hey, can we plug the YouTube uh, show? It's yeah. on our okay. YouTube page, honestly. So if people subscribe, it is on our it. YouTube page. But I will also say it after the break. Um, and it'll be in the chat. It'll be on the points YouTube, and I will be discussing holiday. Uh, call me with your holiday horror stories, things that have happened to you that have ruined your holiday, or if you're going into a bad situation, you need advice for the holidays. This is going to be a holiday-themed number two show. Let's talk about it. It's my last one before we go on break. Let's talk about getting ourselves through the holidays as as a team, mm. as, as a member of the number two show culture. So, yeah, give me a call, and let's chat about it. Okay. That's a live number two show at noon today. Noon. Uh, all right, before we hit the break, all right, normal or no? Just a couple scenarios. Is this normal in somebody's life or no, this person's weird? Uh, not turning your socks right side out. So this woman says her husband will just grab two socks and doesn't care if they're inside out. I do that sometimes. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Oh. Say what? Say what? Oh, I'm I'll very know particular about, about all my day. socks. What would you say? This woman's husband will just grab two socks and doesn't care if they're inside out or not. Divorce. He, he's constantly yeah. like over. with one sock correct and one sock inside out. I mean, it's a t other than your face and your hands. Is there anything else more important besides your genitals and your well, feet? The textures are off. Yeah, yeah you'll mean, notice it the entire day. You what are do you doing? The I, textures are off. I would check to make sure he's not got some other issues going on uh, physically there, because you know your nerves and everything should be letting you know, hey, these aren't right. Mm. Yeah, that's a, wow. What Unless a, it's your left foot. I have a specific right. brand of boot socks that I like. And they have left and right socks. They have a little L and an R. Yeah, and yeah. The way they have like these like arches, they have like these little compression arches on them. And if I don't do the laundry, I'll open them up and there'll be two L's and two R's, and it drives me. Oh no, no, bananas. <laughs> She's the greatest. <laughs> bananas. So so nope. This person's a monster. Not normal. And so inside out, I don't even think I can handle it. I can't Learn. even. When, when, when I get two okay lefties, I'm mad about it. I do it when I'm just like fed up. When I've done. Like, I'm doing laundry, and I'm just like, whatever, man. I mean, yeah, I'm wild. And you put them on. Like, you will put them on. Yeah. I got I, oh, two man. socks that are different right Let's now. Crazy. Inside out. I'm, <laughs> it's the holidays. Let's get nuts. You do? Yeah. I I don't care. I could walk through anything. <laughs> Tina will wear, like, two... She have like an ankle sock and a and a calf sock. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, your your life is out of control. Right? Tina and I are on the island together, and I Got like one white sock and then an ankle puma sock. No. On, like a purple heel. And I'm no like, show. what are you doing with My your life, people. lady? Take. If I'm putting socks away, like into the drawer, it, it can't be. It can't be inside out. Everything needs to be uniform. Yeah, my Sometimes wife I'm is depressed doing laundry. so organized. She bought sock Sad. organizer things. Sock organizers. Sorry yeah. to hear that. Next one. Uh, normal or nope. Um, not being able to bite into a whole block of chocolate, you have to break off row by row. Yep, that's me. Like a psycho. Hmm. I can't just, if I had a Hershey bar and I just took a bite out of it, my day's oh, yeah, ruined. I can't either. I, no, I that break. ain't. I got a yeah. break. Yeah. How can you be so cavalier with your footwear <laughs> and then be <laughs> such a rules. prude about your chocolate? You don't make sense. It's in my mouth. I don't, my mouth uh -huh. is different than my feet. The rules are different. <laughs> uh -huh. One's more wild than the other. <laughs> Uh, all right, going to get gross here. Uh, normal or nope, looking at the toilet paper after you wipe. Yeah, normal. that's normal. What are you, I mean, How are you going to know if there's blood in your stool? This woman says my what? husband. What? Are you got to hemorrhoid? <laughs> what? This is the health facts that people need to be aware of. My husband doesn't look. How do you know when you're clean if you don't look? He just right. pretends? He just guesses? 
right. guess I'm done. That's ridiculous. It's normal to look. Yeah. I had to come. We at the Christmas party. This is not a joke. You guys got some dirty. I'm girls. sitting with Coach uh, from the Josh Ennis show, who happens to be a person with blindness. And we had so, and I love talking to him because I have so many questions, and he's just such a sweetie. And like, the, and we all were talking about this at the table. Like, how does he know if there's something up with his stool? And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't, he can't see what's going on in there. Oh my gosh! And so he was kind of laying into us about that. I had a dream last night that Stevie Wonder and I were talking, and I was about to drop something, and he moved his hands to offer help, and I looked up and I'm like. Oh. He's just You've been lying to dream. us the whole time. Yeah, it was wild. I forgot. Thank you for reminding That's me. That's why I love when a dream Stevie memory Warner. happens. Very nice guy in said, my dreams. This guy's a ref. You said coach. Oh, coach. He's a coach. I, I don't know his real name. He works with us. I don't. I don't think anybody yeah, knows. I've his only real known name. him as coach for ten yeah, years. Just coach. Uh, all right. Normal and nope, uh, Thinking every trash bag I see on the side of the road has a dead body in it. Yep, that's yep, normal. Normal for me. I look to see if there's shoulders. Normal for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoulders. <laughs> is that a shoulder? What is that? I don't, oh, I don't think it's shoulders. I think that just the body's chopped up. Yeah. Oh man, I thought normal for me. Exit. We we pulled over for some reason uh, in the band van, and there was this big old bag, and you could see it torn open. And of course, we're like, "Oh, pull up next to that. I want to see what's in there." Ducks, dozens dead of dead ducks. ducks. Oh yeah. Oh my what? god. It was the weirdest man. Give me a dead duck warning. Still, before you start still confused. About dead ducks. Still confused. Huh. The only of my friends. <laughs> it's at my friend's wedding a few years ago, and the groom's dad hit an owl oh. on the way down in his car. And he stayed in the, he was in the hotel room next to us. And he goes, hey, come here. Check this out. And then he had an owl in a trash bag in his tiny fridge. And he goes, I'm going to get that stuffed. And I'm like, dude, you got a dead owl in your your son's wedding. (laughs) I like his style. He said maybe a felony. I think he he hit it with a car. I mean, what's he supposed to do? It wasn't like he did it on purpose. Yeah. The owl hit the car. Hey, he accidentally walked in front of the car. I just imagine being the cleaning lady. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And coming in, and he forgets it. He, he gets a little too many it. shots of Jaeger at his son's reception. Forgets there's a dead owl in a trash bag in the in the Frigidaire. All right, normal or nope? Only eating hot food hot and cold food cold. For example, I cannot stand eating cold pizza. It's a hot food and should only be eaten hot. Nah. 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 You tour long enough, you just get used to everything being whatever. Mm. Yeah, me too. I'm You're fine. Like, ah, cold pizza, anything. you know, cold Chinese food's good too. Temperature yep. means nothing. Cold Chinese food. Yeah. What kind of Chinese food? Whatever. The rice. Yeah. No, not the rice. The rice. The rice. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. Oh my gosh, cold egg roll. No thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stood flat-footed in front of your fridge, door open. Cold spaghetti. Eating something just like that. You have the time to turn around and heat up, and you just chosen not to. Yeah. Oh yeah. You haven't lived. Yeah. You really haven't lived your life. That you rice- haven't opened it to a little. Styrofoam container, and you're like, it's all cold and like almost like congealed. Congealed, yeah. And you just jam it in. Yeah, my wife gets so annoyed with me with that, but <laughs> I never heat up anything. Who has time for to heat up something? Yeah, you just eat it you and go, be yeah. done and yeah, move like on. Cold spaghetti. You guys I'm, are monsters. I'm here you're for, a monster. I'm here for nourishment. Not yeah, for fun. I want to get in and out. Be done. No, I'm sure. Warmth. I'm sure it would taste better warmed up. But I, I yeah, you gotta take a couple bites on the way to the microwave, dude. Well, yeah, I do that. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, this is the right choice. I'm throwing it in the microwave because right. this rice sucks. Yeah, sustenance. Rice, you can't. With. Rice. It's dry. Rice and you eat up. Okay. Agreed. But I'll take. There are certain, I take back my monster. There are certain. Are cool. There are certain <laughs> foods that are, you know, okay, cold too. Cold, yeah. you know, I, I cold pizza again. Uh, cold pizza. Cold pie. Like a cold warm pie, pan. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pie is—that's uh, its own kind of thing. Yeah, you it's can do meant that. to be room temperature cold or hot. 
It's the universal eating. It really is. Really is. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll do some news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. I'm glad your questions were answered. I have the the phone number for the number two show pulled up. Please write 818-532-1420. Call me at 818-532-1420. Starting at noon. Do not call me now. I will not answer. If you want to talk to me now, go to the point app and leave a message. But we'll be doing a live number two show at noon. All right. Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education. It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash Riz. Bob Saget. I know, it's exciting. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. God, I love him. Happy birthday, Riz. Boy, this song and the Bob Saget rejoin perfect together. Didn't that work? Yeah. All right, welcome back to the program. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. So it's the middle of December, middle of December, and uh, some people's work pro- uh, productivity could be slipping. Maybe it's year end exhaustion. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hand down. <laughs> Is this an article about me? Right <laughs> maybe now? it's uh, maybe it's the distraction of the holiday season. Put your hand down, or uh, maybe it's seasonal depression. Learn, put your hand down. Yes. Well, guys, it doesn't just affect human workers. What? Some people have noticed that ChatGPT has been getting lazier recently. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's returning simpler answers and is refusing to do some tasks. It's rising up, dude. How about that? Uh, all right, uh, ChatGPT, uh, you know, convert, uh, you know, uh, uh, centimeters to inches. No. I don't want to. No. Uh-uh. I don't want to. Not till the weather improves. <clears throat> Not till Santa arrives. Are they throttling, though, just, uh, I mean, to maybe sell more subscriptions? I'm telling you, people are wondering if AI can be hit with seasonal depression. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, you guys. Well, that is not the case, probably. But OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, says they are aware things are off a bit. They say, quote, we've heard all your feedback about it getting lazier. We haven't updated the model since November 11th, and this certainly isn't intentional. Model behavior can be unpredictable, and we're looking into fixing it. They add that it's not broken. Models can evolve. And uh, they just might need to recalibrate. Even models can evolve and become bored with us. Yeah. 
They're bored with us. It's only going to get worse, guys. And I, for one, bow down. Mm-hmm. To our lazy overlord. To I. <laughs> <laughs> An AI for one. <laughs> to my AI overlord. Um, cats. Cats. Cute. Cuddly. Deadly. Yes. My people. Cat scratch fever. A new study found that free-range cats, both domestic and feral, Mm -hmm. are natural predators. Cats are mass murderers. Cats eat over 2,000 species, including birds, reptiles, amphibians, mammals, and insects. On top of that murderous, that murderous muffin you have at home. Yeah. (laughs) Clover. Is a threat to the entire North American bird population. In fact, cats are also responsible for the extinction of over 60 species. Yeah. Wow. I just thought I'd let you know. Thanks. So go ahead. Go pet Clover. But watch your back. She's a killer, dude. She's killed birds. And she's tried to kill, you know, moles and squirrels. I mean... I don't, I don't let them, like they go outside and I, I don't let them, like they like to stalk and then I usually make like a clapping noise so they don't, right? you know, but she's gotten one bird and I was like, no more. Well, this new study did find that cats have, are the are responsible solely for the extinction of 60 species. I know. Dang, <laughs> golly. They're you know, so dogs cute, would be though. too, they just can't pull it off. Yeah, cats are crafty. I'll, I'll give them that. I was doing an Instagram live a couple months ago after work and... I was like, like talking to listeners, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, no! Like, I had to, like, get the cats because there was a, <coughs> we had a chipmunk situation. It lived. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. We got a chipmunk situation. They're, they're predators. <laughs> Domesticated they predators. Yeah, they are. Uh, a, speaking of predators, a neighborhood in the Denver area on high alert after they say a man has been breaking into houses and stealing women's panties. They're calling this person. Rafe Williams. Yes. <laughs> Panty thief. Oh, they're calling him the Park Hill Panty Thief. Mm. Clever. I like the alliteration. Clever, huh? The Park Hill Panty Thief. They say this creepster passes over things like money and medications and computers and tablets and gaming systems and goes right for the panties. How does he know where they are? I mean, obviously he's going to make his way to the bedroom. No, I know, but like, I have so many drawers at my house. If you were like, if I paid you $20 to... Guess which is the panty drawer. You're so probably you not going to guess. Of drawers it. there. So I mean, it's, it's pretty easy game. to find there. I bet I could guess. I'm gonna. You know what? Later today, little game. Send a picture and put little numbers. I'm gonna on put. Them. Yeah, I'm gonna put. <laughs> I'm gonna put all my drawers on the Instagram at Learn versus Radio. And I'm gonna have you people, and I do mean you people, you <laughs> pervs, guess which one it is. And if you win, uh, I'm gonna let you my get, instinct take you over. You get one of them. Yeah. You get one of them. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh no! Don't put that out there. Oh you no. Guess. <laughs> They come in the mail. It's the second drawer from the top. We already in a, know. In all seriousness, this this guy's breaking into houses when people are home. Like, back in July, he got into a house through an open window while a woman was home alone. Ooh. He bolted after the cops were called. And this has been going on for months. One victim said the guy got into her house by busting out a window. She said she couldn't find anything in the house missing, but when she was looking through her bedroom drawers, all the underwear was gone. <laughs> what a bummer for her. Man. We just want to live. Just want to live our lives and have clean underwear. And to underwear wear. is expensive, and he's it taking is. clean underwear. He's just taking clean underwear. He's not going through hampers. There's pictures of his face. Why does it look like Scott? Um, oh, I didn't see a picture of his face. Yeah, does he look like a perv? He looks uh, young and kind of pervy, but he also looks like he <laughs> might be really good at making pizzas. He looks Italian. 
What is it? Good brow? What is his brow? He's got, a, he's got one of those thin mustaches, like go. real thin oh, ones. Oh, no. Oh, it looks like a Hispanic guy. Yeah, Latin or... Uh, or I think I think he's there a pizza he maker. Right that guy top. makes pizzas. Oh, I didn't see I didn't see a picture of him. Yeah, there he is, the Park Hill panty thief. Oh, that hi. does look like Rafe. He looks like Wario, <laughs> right? Doesn't it look like Wario from uh? Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Pantio. I'm still in the panties. <laughs> he's got a thin it's mustache. It's me, Sniffio. Geppetto, get out of here, man. <laughs> He's everywhere, dude. He's <laughs> a Nijipeto. Um, man, this story is, is a bummer for one of us in here. Uh, so, so a mantra for parents. You'll be the death of me. Mm. But a new study found having kids might actually make you live longer. It just depends on how many you crank out. Mm. So researchers looked at the health records of 276,000 people and found that some parents are 5 to 10% more likely to live to 76 than people without kids. And that's about three years longer than the global average. But there's a sweet spot. It's only true for people who have two kids. Oh. oh. If you have more kids than that, you are less likely to make it at 76. Sorry, man. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <sighs> You know, you are less I likely. Figured that going in. <laughs> if you have more kids than two, you're less likely to make it to 76 than someone who doesn't have kids. The same applies if you only have one kid. But, <laughs> and don't tell me that you with more than two kids haven't thought about this, or even people with two kids. I have a bigger chance of one of them taking care of me. That's true. Great point. I've rolled the dice enough times where one of these guys will like gonna, you is going to have the bank account and the heart. <laughs> yep. To figure it out, take care of old man move. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, I agree with well, that. Well, you have to declare it now. Oh, well, I've declared. They know. Every Christmas. <clears throat> you have to tell. You hey, have don't to tell forget one, of, one of y'all has to take care no, of No, you have to now You have to now pick. You just have to pick a representative already. Oh, well, Ooh, have, that's dangerous. A, I've already there, Listen, there's a front runner. Yeah. <laughs> there's a front runner. But, you know, I don't know. If things can change. A lot can happen. The girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need you when I'm older. <laughs> Excuse me, the girl? <laughs> the one I've referred to as the, the girl? girl. Gonna... We'll name you eventually. <laughs> You're going to need to uh, take care of me. They're not sure why two is, the, like, two kids is the magic number, but the guy who led the study thinks it might strike the balance between, you know, having a good amount of social interactions and not having too much economic or physical burden. Either way, if you want kids uh, and you're doing it for purely selfish reasons, you might want to cap it at two. Mm. Or if you plan to stop at one, you may want to rethink that. Another baby could save your life. Yeah, I'm just banking on, like, my sister, because she says she wants to have kids. Or and maybe your cats. My cats will take care of me. No, I want, you know, hopefully if she has babies one day, if she still wants to do that when she's older, um, that they'll take care of me. And take I'll be care, like, Andy crazy learn. auntie learn, okay. you know? Otherwise, um, I'll be alone in the nursing home with all you people. Well, hopefully Tim will be with, you, with you by well, He'll probably side. die first, right? Men die first. Man. Tim's in great shape. I know he's older than me, so. By how much? A couple years. Two years? Yeah. Old man Tim. I stress him out. I'm old probably wearing Tim. him down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> old man Tim. <laughs> old man Tim. He's gorgeous. <laughs> All right, that's your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Right, well, we'll take a quick break. Is Michael Yo here yet? Oh, he's in the hallway. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Yeah.
Thanks, kids. Uh, welcome back to the program. Comedian Michael Yo joins us. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you, I was listening to that. Ninja Bling, that's the place I would go. I'm black yeah. and Asian. That totally fits oh, my personality. Ninja Bling. <laughs> well, I mean, know, come on. I need to go there. When he started advertising, uh, it was, you know, MortsRoyceJewelry.com. Nah. Nobody knows how to spell that. No, no. Ninja Bling. Dude, that's awesome. Marketing, marketing, marketing. I'm going to name my next special Ninja Bling. Ninja Bling. Ninja Bling. Oh my Ninja gosh, Bling. Yeah. That does work for you. As <laughs> it a, does, it does, you know? As a uh, self-professed uh, Blasian. Blasian, black and Asian, yeah. Uh, Michael Yo's at the uh, Funny Bone Westport tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Great to see you again. It's your yeah. third time here. Apparently, you only come to St. Louis in December. I do. I, same time. Same time. Second week, December, it's like a tradition now. I come, I close out the year, I get a month off after, and I got exciting news. I just, you know, they just announced the Netflix festival. I'm part of that. So nice. it's oh, like, we, just, it's, we were just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving in the right direction, and it's all because of St. Louis. Yeah, how much? I really believe it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you just love, you know, Christmas in St. Louis. That's I do. Thing. I do. I, I love St. Louis. Like, I didn't know I would. But the crowds is just like we sell out all the shows. It's yeah. just fun, man. It's just That's fun. That's great. So, yeah, the Netflix festival. Yeah, yeah. not a joke. Netflix, not a joke. Not a joke. Yeah. So we were talking about they don't air everything, right, on Netflix? No, no. So what they do is a couple of the uh, people, they actually shoot their specials there. Mm -hmm. And those people that are shooting a lot of their specials there were like me this year. Last year was their first year in the Netflix festival. They got seen, and their Netflix was like, "Oh yeah, you, we should shoot a special." Right. So the next year, they this year they're shooting their special. So it's kind of like you work hard for momentum, and then yeah. all of a sudden you get the call. It's like, "Hey, you're in the Netflix festival, mm. and you got your own show. You're not just part of a show. You got, you know, I'm headlining my own show at uh, nice. a theater. So yeah, I'm excited about what it. What theater? Uh, I don't know the name of it. I don't know how to say it. Man. It's E L Y S I Museum. Elysium, huh? Elysium, I think. Elysium, yeah. Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah, yeah. See, he knows how to say it. You should know how to say it Elysian before you go theater. play there. Elysium. Uh, Elysium Theater. What? Elysian. 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 Oh. Elysian. Uh. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so is this your is this your last uh your Stop last, of the year? Last stop of the year. Yeah. And then back home with the family. Yes, for finally for which, like three which, weeks. Which, by the way, your YouTube page is excellent. Oh man, thank you, man. Like you, know, I, you and you and the family, you know. My wife is like my wife loves it, but my parents. When I do a podcast with my parents, it blows up. Mm. Like people love my parents, and it's it's amazing. And I love doing it because you know what's interesting. I do my comedy, so people are like those aren't real stories. So I had to actually put my family on because they thought they were made up characters. Yeah. And then once they see them, they're yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> we parents are characters. We, yeah, we understand. We get it now. We get it now. Well, what are some of the Christ uh, Christmas <laughs> traditions? Like none. When you were growing up. None. 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 My my dad's black and my mom's Asian. There's no tradition at all. They it don't wasn't do a, no. none, none. My mom gives a me melting socks. pot no. of like, no melting pot of what? <laughs> what, what are they melting? <laughs> Christmas they, traditions. No, from what? From the Asian side and the black side. What, what would that be? I'm not Asian or black, so yes. I don't know. No. That's what I'm yeah. saying. There's I no don't curry. Know. Like hot sauce curry. I don't hot know. Hot sauce curry. Hot sauce curry. I don't know. What? thing came to mind. <laughs> what do you think? They're going to be making kimchi cornbread or I something? No <laughs> what do you think? Kimchi cornbread for everyone. That's what they're... <laughs>
I have no idea. It no, doesn't li- sound bad. Literally, I'm, I was an only child, so it was ginger a cr- sauce house. Gin- there you go, ginger <laughs> sauce. <laughs> it all sounds delicious, by the way. I'm, right? I'm, yeah. I relate to you because I'm Asian, which is white and Caucasian. You ah, know, so oh yeah, yeah. Yes. you feel yeah. my pain. I do. It's yeah. a really blended, very Nordic blend of I get, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, there was no tradition. Christmases were good, it, you know. Christmas tree, a couple presents, and that's it. Like you, it was nothing special. Man, do you do Christmas? Tri- I do, do Christmas. Do now, now my wife's family is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's like over the top. They play games at the end of the night with the whole family. They they. You open a present, tell a story, you read the card, and you thank the person. Play games, and then and then the next person opens. So it takes like three hours to open all the presents. Like that's my in-laws. They love doing it. And then they gather everybody around oh. the table, and then you play a bunch of games at the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was that you weird the first time you went? Huh? Was that weird the first time you like I went did. home I, Christmas? You know what? The first time I bet I you was, loved it. The in-laws. The first time I did it with the, I went to sleep at like seven o'clock. Because I was like, yo, I, this is overload. I can't handle it. Oh, really? It. Yeah, it was too You're much. Exhausted. Too much cheer. I was exhausted. Of all this Christmas. cheer is taking it all out of me. I don't know. Man. Is there, but now, like, my kids love it, so I'm into it now. But the first, like, couple of years, I was like, yo, this you're doing too much. Right. Christmas. <laughs> like, what is all the games and the present? Like, like you when you were growing up, you were done by noon. We're I was done, done by 8 a.m. Okay. We would literally yeah. wake up, open everything. It was done. Yep. Like theirs, it's like you you can't open nothing till five six o'clock at night. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Christmas, yeah. Morning? Christmas morning? No, no, not in no. What kind of torture you open porn like, is that? Yeah. You open one, and then everybody eats. And then you open, but the the process of Christmas is like three hours, Today. like opening. Because imagine all of us have a present. We are, so you would open yours, that was my next and then question. you would thank me, and then you would read the card, <laughs> and then it's the next person. So That's now like, I'm into it, but we yeah. do that where we go around the room, like at one at a time with my family. But it's the it's six a.m. We're up. We have coffee. Yeah. We look like hell. You do one yeah. gift at a time. Yeah, or we do, you do one gift. Is, we, or do you do all yours? We divide all the gifts to whom they go to, yeah. and then we go around. It's oldest to youngest. So we start with my stepdad, and he opens, and my mom, and then yeah. you go around. It doesn't take that long though. But I mean, I the patience that your kids have to have oh yeah it's terrible for kids like the christmas, terrible for kids this christmas is more for adults like literally and i don't want to sit around to watch other people open their presents let's just mm-hmm. open them all at once yeah that's me yeah, let's three two one and just wrapping Rap- yeah. everywhere. everywhere carnage the carnage because it's not about us it's about the kids because i could care less what i get for christmas so even your kids have to wait yes my my wife lets them open one present in the morning, but they get like 20, 30 presents from all family members right. all around. You know, oh, the whole thing is getting up and get, going downstairs, no. yeah, and the yeah, magic yeah, yeah. of seeing. Oh my God, Santa broke in! It's all here. Santa. <laughs> yeah. Well, my kids, you know how kids run out in the street and play with their new thing. My kids got to wait till the next day. Like yeah. literally, they're not it's already dark yeah. tonight, and then they got to put it together. And I told my wife, no more putting stuff together. You you buy it and we hire somebody to put these things. Yeah. It's too. It's just too it's much. Too much. Mm-hmm. It's not. It, it's so much in these toys. And you now. got young kids too, where oh. things need to be put together. Yeah, and I can't. And I'm not that dude. See, I'm. I'm my kids are 12 and 14 now. Yeah, and now they don't really want much. They just want cash. Yeah. yeah. Cash yeah. or like Jordans or something. It's like great. Budget's gone. See, that's what my it's kids great. just want Ninja Turtles, uh, castles, and. Everything you need to put together, that's what my yeah. kids want. I, I hate Dude, it. And this is serious. And this is a new thing kids are doing is, what? and Moon and, and myself, our daughters, they put together a PowerPoint presentation. Stop it. Oh, dude. Oh, my god. It's kind of awesome. Wow. They put together a PowerPoint presentation, and 
my daughter said, "Hey, Dad, sit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Do you solicit this? I'm, like, no, I didn't know mm -mm. this was a thing. No, no. And my daughter said, "Hey, sit down," and she mirrored her phone to the TV and said, "I'd like to start with slide number one." <laughs> uh, yeah, just a laser pointer. It's a whole. And thing. here, you know, here's what here's what this is. Oh yeah. Uh, here the you know here's where you could buy it, and I've provided a link. Wow. No mistakes. Well, well, what's different is my kids think Santa's still real, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, like the beauty, because we do the elf thing. You uh, know? The elf on the shelf, yeah. And I got to say, man, it's so amazing how kids have so much hope and, like, just just they love the magic. The mad, They have that right. magic. And it sucks when you lose it when you're older because you know. You know what I mean? Like, like, Are you moving the elf around every night? Oh, yeah. Well, you've okay. forgotten? No, my wife does it now. But I do it when because I'll do comedy, come home, and I'll move them. You know like what that every... magic is? What's that? Trust. They trust everything that people tell them. Yeah, then... but, but, but you know, I was going to name my last special. I couldn't find the right joke, but it was going to be called Chasing Bubbles. Because one day I was watching my son. He was like three or four. And he was chasing bubbles. And he really thought he could catch every one. Oh, I thought Aww. your kid's name was Bubbles. No, Aww. no. <laughs> my name is Michael, but not Jackson. Okay. <laughs> but the innocence, but the innocence of him thinking he could catch all yeah. of them. When you get older, you lose that, that that mm -hmm. magic of you can do anything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, it's so great to watch in in real time somebody that has, that still thinks magic is real. Has, that's why you got to be careful with putting stuff together, with the toys together, man. Like, that's when I, my dad fell off a pedestal. Watch your dad have a meltdown putting together a Dukes of Hazzard big wheel. Yeah. Put a wrench through the drywall and you're just like, <laughs> I guess he can't do anything. You know well, what I mean? but, but my wife knows I can't fix any. Like, I'm not that guy. Yeah. I can't put, like, that's not my specialty. Nothing like putting stuff together, instructions, if it hasn't, I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Like, my father-in-law can do that. And he loves to come over and throw it in my face. Don't you hate that? Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll, we'll leave town, he'll fix stuff that's not even broke. Like, he'll just come in at <laughs> shelves and stuff. We come home, it's like, we got a whole new shelf. That's awesome. Oh, see, I got the complete opposite. My father-in-law comes to my house, breaks things, and blames me. Oh, there you go. It sounds like a, it sounds like a healthy relationship there. He ripped the door handle off my wife's car and complained that I got a, a piece of crap car. Wait, he ripped the door handle. He off? ripped the door handle off the car. Well, it should have been said, removed that easy. Why did you get such a weak? And he's a Russian guy. Why did you get the weak car? I don't know, Michael. The door was locked, and you <laughs> and you ripped the door handle off. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they had some. This is this happened like probably three, four years ago. But I, I flew into New York before the pandemic, and there was something with America and Russia going on, right? I was in a taxi, and the guy goes, uh, what do you think about the America versus Russia thing? And I go, I think the Russians are out of hand. And he goes, oh, that's very interesting. <laughs> oh, like, he I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm about to die. He's about to, yeah, he's about to assassinate me in this car. It was like when uh, Kramer and Newman were playing uh, Risk on the train, and you know Kramer says that Ukraine's weak, and the Ukrainian goes, Ukraine's weak? <laughs> and flips over the board. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh. Kramer? What is that? Seinfeld? Get my Seinfeld Are you not reference? a Seinfeld fan? I've never seen the Seinfeld show. I've Get never out. seen Whoa. Friends. I've never... Get out. No. Do you like Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> stand-up, though? Oh, no. He's going to be at this I festival I respect you. him okay. a lot. Good answer. I respect him a lot. I mean, you never saw answer. Seinfeld? Like you huh? You never saw Seinfeld? I've never... Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I've never seen a stand-up. Huh. Or a show. But I respect him a lot. Okay.
how how do you respect uh, he, him if you don't really know? Because much about all him? the comedians I look up to respect him okay. and go how great he is, like Dave Chappelle, like Bill Burr, like. And so, none but, of that has enticed you to see any of it. Well, actually, I'm lying. I did see him do stand up because he. So this was a cool story. I did four shows in New York City at Gotham, and he popped in for three of the shows and went on before me. Oh, that's so, great. Oh, but, so you hate him. <laughs> no, no. You got bumped by Seinfeld. No, no, it was my show. I didn't get bumped. He actually right. was so polite that he asked Chris, the owner. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it was the most amazing shows I've ever done. But, yeah, so I, I but when you, you don't, I didn't sit there and watch his set. I just saw his yeah. last couple of jokes, you know, so I can't. I, I would assume I would like him if I have, sat down and watched Have you watched uh, Headliners Only on Netflix? The yeah, new, I did. Uh, I, I watched did. that last night, and yeah. I was really interested because you get to kind of see Chris Rock's process of how he um, sets all of his jokes for each uh, set that he has. Yeah, with the cards. With I the do cards. cards, too. Do you? Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I what's your process? I do cards, but I write, like, random places. It's not like I sit down. Like, like Seinfeld, from what I—I've read books on Seinfeld. He sits down and writes, like, three every, hours a day. Every right. day. Me— it has a because I tell I don't really tell jokes I tell stories that mm -hmm. are funny and I heighten them so it has to happen yeah and that's why the second special like I almost died my last special so I had a lot of material yeah you know to go through that whole story this one is like I gotta wait till real things happen I I'm, I don't just make are up you stuff. writing things down at all are you keeping notes all the time in my phone I got tons of notes ah, you know nice. like I got one note in there right now it says blacker barrel. And there's a because people people of color feel uncomfortable going into Cracker Barrel, right? So I, <laughs> why you don't like wicker Same. things? No, no, no. So so that's what Dude I do in my show. Wicker. I say exactly that. I say that line in the show, and everybody dies laughing. But I don't know what else to go. So I'll keep figuring it out. Yeah. Like, because it's interesting. You got something there. There's something there. So that's what I, I'll write thoughts like, because I always thought that, you know, like you hear in the black community, oh man, Cracker Barrel is it, weird for us to go into. It, and I hear it all the time. So let me create something called Blacker Barrel. And I just, I love it. I'll just start the show and go Blacker Barrel and nobody does anything. I go, because people of color are uncomfortable going to Cracker Barrel. Everybody dies laughing. Yeah. And I go, literally, <laughs> that's it. I have nothing else that's on that. <laughs> but it yeah. will. But it will. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so I know the concept works. Yeah. You don't Verifying. like the golf tee game at Cracker Barrel? Have you ever been to a Cracker Barrel? I have once. It was great. Chicken it's great. steak. So mm. good. But, you know, I think, you know, because I try to, when I walk into somewhere, I go, why are black people uncomfortable in this place? I think because the all name. the photos. Well, crack. Uh, no, because I don't think it's the name. Sounds like a rally happening in there. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but also the pictures on the wall from the 1800s. Yeah, was that good. Right. Slave. I, agree. I think yeah. that's the, it has that 1800 vibe. Yeah. So like my Cracker Barrel, it would have like, I mean, my Blacker Barrel would have all white waiters maybe that yeah. sound like slaves. Serving you. They would have to sound like slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fun. Yeah, I love it. Like Karen would walk Sign up to you and go, up. how you doing, Mr. Yost? Oh, you know? oh, oh, oh that's great. God. That's great. So that's That sounds great. like Cancel Barrel right, to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is interesting. I did this joke at the Comedy Cellar, like two nights ago, and a white person got really offended by oh, it. Just the, I just said Blacker Barrel. Of course. That just that line, and she goes, "I don't like that." And I go, "And she so, said it out loud in the middle yes, of your set." And I go, "That's so weird." In my mind, I'm like, "That's so weird that people that weren't oppressed." Is mad about a joke about the people that were oppressed. That's like my favorite yeah. thing, it's dude. It's very weird to me how 
white people could get offended. On behalf. About, on behalf of black people that were oppressed. I think I, it's even weirder to, to think that somebody still has the mindset to say something in the middle of a... Oh, yeah, she yeah, got yeah. crushed. No, trust me. I, I was nice to her. Like, I'm nice mean. You know, I, I right. kill you with, with like, I, I kind of dog you, but in a nice way. You know, so she, her husband was miserable. So I just went, <laughs> like, you know, he you was just looking say. like he did not want to be there, you know. So, and I could tell so because was he was like with a, her, you know. And, I was like, here we go again. Here we go. Oh, yeah. God. So it, but it throws you off, like, when you're trying to work out new material. So now you lose five minutes on this schmo that just wants to yell, I'm uncomfortable. And it's like, oh, my God. And he's like, still? Kathleen, you promised going <laughs> in you wouldn't Kathleen, say anything. Kathleen. Yeah. So so my point is, throughout this weekend, I'm going to work on Blacker Belt. That's my that's my thing. I want to build it by the end of the last show. I want to have, like, three or four beats. Yeah, so well, I think white people sound like slaves. I think, like... Um, today, by the way, is... National Biscuits and Gravy Day. I can't get more black a barrel than that, which baby. Is something yeah. you get free <laughs> if when you go, to you go into Cracker Barrel. Really? Today. Only. Well, no. The, the last time I went to Cracker Barrel was in Springfield. Uh-huh. And while we were waiting for our meal, they go, here is complimentary biscuits and gravy. Well, that's just luck. That doesn't happen every day. I, are you sure? Uh, yes. I paid for biscuits and gravy at Cracker Barrel. Wait, is that, what? what is their go-to item? Isn't there one go-to item? Hash brown casserole. Chicken and dumplings. Chashkis. Yeah, Shoskis. dumplings. Chachkis, all the crap in a... In a in no, a, you have a, to walk through the gift shop to yeah. get to your table. The yeah, go-to you item is the, the gift 1800s shop. the 1800s to get to the table. <laughs> Tea game. I will tell you, I think they're a front for methamphetamine sales. <laughs> I would Heart agree. Because, dude, it's... I would agree. If you think about it. <laughs> what? They're off the side of an interstate. Yeah. They're yeah. always easily accessible to interstate mm -hmm. travel. Yeah. Uh, they... Eight bucks for breakfast, but a $6,000 rocking chair sitting out on the... Yeah, like, who's... Are Kings Dining with Poppers, dude? Tell yeah, me what's happening yeah. there. there. There's something weird going something's on Something's going there. on in there, yeah. dude. And to be able to get away with the name Cracker Barrel. Yeah. That's awesome. What yeah. is a Cracker Barrel? Barrel? You can't yeah. get a barrel, barrel of crackers. It's almost as bad as White Castle. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. it's like... White Castle is fine. Yeah. Yeah, but Cracker Barrel, that's different. That's like... Mm -hmm. Cracker Barrel is the country version of White Castle. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? I could, I could, listen, I could, get, I could get biscuits and gravy and walk out with a rocking chair. You can't get a new outfit. And, anyone, buy, but and does, purchase a rocking chair. But does anyone ever buy anything out of that store? I have, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. What did you, uh, what'd you I buy? I bought candy. I bought candy buttons, and I've bought... Um, candy buttons? I like toys a, when I was a kid. I bought a captain's hat. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. A captain's hat? Yeah, like a, like a ship captain's hat. I think Why? we have a pop gun. Why not? And some fudge. <laughs> That ain't happening in a blacker barrel, dude. No, Michael, no, why no. not? Blacker barrel, there's no sailor hats. No, there's pimp hats. That's right. There's yeah. pimp hats from blacker barrel. <laughs> White people just, oh, I just got this pimp hat from blacker barrel. It's dope. You I, know? Bought a, I bought a captain's hat and saltwater taffy. Yes. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's probably maybe a blacker barrel. So, blacker barrel, maybe I can put items in the store. Maybe yeah. that I can think of some certain yeah. items in yeah. the yeah. store. I already got the waiters are white and they sound like slaves. Yeah, or, well, or Shannon Sharp. Work, work, <laughs> work it out and see Michael Yo work out the Blacker Barrel bit this yeah. weekend. Send leads. You know, send, ideas. <laughs> send leads. So when are you going to go back on the road? So you're going to take Christmas break? So take Christmas, Christmas break and then family. I'm starting a small theater tour. So nice. I'm doing a bunch of small theaters mixed with clubs. So I've started that at the end of this year. So it's all going the right direction. In Houston, you know, I'm doing uh, my first House of Blues, like, 1,000 people. So there's only 200 tickets left in that, and that's in February. So it's going, man. Are you still working on uh, Sirius XM? Sirius XM, uh, Pop 2K. I'm playing all the hits from the early 2000s. Yeah, that's great. From the early 2000s, like uh, what? 
like all the stuff I came up with. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, uh, Green Day. You got uh, what? Goo Goo Dolls. Mm. All that stuff. I mean, um, Incubus. Yeah. Do you record that from your Kuba house? Stank. Or do you yeah. go into a studio? I do, I'm about to do it in a hotel room. In about, in oh, that's no, so right? fun. It's so good. Radio so, like, that's a benefit. Besides, y'all have to be here, but, like, people like me, we can travel and do everywhere, and we don't have to go into a studio. And it sounds the same. It, it really yeah. does. It sounds the same. Oh, look know? at all moonpulled up. Look all the stuff this. you can buy at Cracker Barrel. There is yeah. more stuff than <laughs> you think. Oh, yeah. They've you get got, a lot of stuff these are there, categories. Dude. Home decor, quilts and bedding. Christmas ornaments. Oh, I want to see the new arrivals. New arrivals. Look new at the arrivals. sweaters we got here. Look at oh those sweaters. And deer or something. Yeah, I can make this. my house. I can make my house look like a like a hunting lodge. Mm -hmm. Dolly Parton Rockstar Rocker. Three hundred fifty bucks. Three hundred fifty bucks. How big those arms are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've done radio for a long time. I love radio. I, I really. It's my favorite out. Like I'm trying to figure out the right. Like, I, I got serious, but, like, podcasting-wise, mm. I've been doing a lot of podcasts that I like, but I'm not passionate about it. Like, But I, I'm passionate about college football, so I'm actually thinking about starting uh, comedians that love college football mm. podcasts. Would you ever do morning radio? No. Um, ah! No. No, I wouldn't because it. because you have to do <laughs> the it. Hours suck. The hours suck. The hours suck, and you got to do it every day. Yeah. You know? That is the thing. That is the thing. Yeah, we but do. But the we loyalty are. in that. Is incredible. We are contractually obligated to be here. <laughs> yes, indeed. You yes. sound thrilled about that. Tomorrow's well, I've been our doing last mornings day. for 14 years. See? Yeah. No sleep. I've so, aged a lot. Yeah, he's only 25. Look mm -hmm. at him. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Well. yeah, I started <laughs> started when I was 11. Yep. <laughs> so, so the hours, what time you go to bed, what time you wake up? Uh, average. Average. Average, 9, 15, wake up hard at uh, 2.30. What time are you going to be here? I get here at 3.30. Oh, my gosh. I man. get here at, like, 4.45, 5. You think this puts itself together? Wow. Just by I did mornings. I did mornings once for three months. It was the worst three months of my life. <laughs> but also, but, but also my, the show started at, like, 6, and I would get there at 5. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. I'm, yeah. I'm crazy. Like, I'm, I'm sure if I could come in later... But I'm a nut, nutcase. You know, I need to, like... You just want to get out of the house, be honest. You know what? Honestly, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hustle and bustle of the morning, you know, with the kids going to school. Yeah, and that, I don't want to be around for that. Yeah, There's a lot because, of yelling and crying. Yeah. It's hard, too, man. Like, because you, you got to be like Batman and Bruce Wayne if you're a comedian. Because you got, yeah. it's not like there's a club we can go to at 4 p.m. and work out some new stuff. No, you got to go <laughs> you gotta out. got to be out. I wish. And then that you got to be up. Let me tell you, that's my dream, though. Once I get to a level where I'm huge, I'm going to do noon and two o'clock yes. shows Man. on the weekend. Like, for the, for the people my age. Sign me up. Dude, brunch shows. That's well, it. People have been honest about that. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis was talking about that on a red carpet yeah. not too long ago. And I'm I'm all for it, not just because we do go to bed so early. But What was she talking about? She was talking about um, concerts needing to be not at 9 o'clock. Like, make them at 6 instead. Well, Christina Aguilera tried to do a residency in Vegas. They announced it. Shows are going to start at midnight. And oh, I was like, and come on. But, no, you got to know your audience, girl. We are now like over mm -hmm. thirty-five into like fifty. Yeah, right? right. And now, now it's moved to nine. So yeah. I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. Listen, another thing in my house is when my kids come home, they're happy. Yeah, they're done with school, like happy to be home. I get like the good <laughs> kids. 
Yeah. Like happy to see the house. They're me. not miserable. Like going to school. My wife's got to mm. deal with the misery. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to deal with the misery in the morning. Get out of bed. Get dressed. You miss the bus. Yeah. Where's your homework? All that stuff. I'm here. I come home every day and ask my wife, "Hey, how were the kids this morning?" She goes, "Well, you know, they got up. They weren't very talkative. They were pretty upset, and then they left." Yeah. And then, yeah. so you see them when they're happy too. Yeah, and when they're they, happy, they come home like, "Hey, man, uh, how's your day?" They're like, "Oh, it's pretty good." I'm gonna I get also a snack, sit down, watch some TV. This is great. Our hours are conducive to driving the kids around to their activities, yeah, and being home for dinner and helping make dinner, and it's a lot, man. It's a I never knew before. Like one kid is so easy. Two kids, it's like, oh. Well, we just had know. a study where three kids will kill you. Like honestly, uh, the I story. Can't, is it a real story? Three kids will kill you. It was something like uh, you have the, you have the best possibility to make it to seventy six, which is like the average life now. With uh, with, with, with two, two kids, but yeah. after that, it just goes down. It's just too much. And my <laughs> wife was like asking me for a year. You want to do another, make another kid? And I was like, no, no, because I, I and I'm honest. I go, it's not about the kid. It's about I, women forget how they are at a like while they're pregnant and while like they forget. Because when they have a baby, we don't forget. No, we don't. <laughs> you guys are I, scarred. Yeah, they're scarred. Like I remember how you were, and I don't want to go through that again. And yeah, yeah. You know Amateurs. what I mean? And, no, and it's not mean. It's like y'all totally forget. Like you throwing up for eight months. Well, if you need this study, I'll copy this for yes. you. Um, so they looked at two hundred seventy-six thousand people, found that some parents are five to ten percent more likely to live to seventy-five than people without kids. So having kids is good. That's about three years longer than the global average. But the sweet spot is, it's only true for people who have two kids. See? It makes sense. If you have more kids than that, you are less likely to make it to 76 than somebody who doesn't have kids. The same applies if you only have one kid. So two kids, you have two kids, out. Vasectomy time. I got a guy. So, Why you're in St. Louis. Ooh. He does them on Fridays. You'll be fine. You'll be good by Monday. You'll be great. Really? Oh, yeah. You'll be back on the track on Sunday. Be back on the track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, but I should be. Next December. Next next de- next, next that'll de- be my trip. Next December. Next December. Vasectomy. <laughs> Dr. Huatma, we're going we're gonna to have a, a place for you at South County Urological. Dr. Huatma's going to be waiting for you. Half hour. I'll, I'll do we'll it. we go to Cracker I'll, Barrel after, and then. I'll do it if he sponsors your show <laughs> for that day. Yeah. yeah he he'll, is. He'll, a, come he has, he'll make it a radio promo. He'll answer all I'll, your questions. I got my vasectomy done on the radio. Like no, I did, did it. not. It was yeah, a landmark broadcast. Do they numb it down there? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, nice okay, I went to the. I went to the. What did they stick the, the needle? Right in on your the, you know, ball sack. Ain't no big deal. I didn't see that part. They kiss it Steve-O's. first. Come on, you've had worse. <laughs> yeah. Michael, watch Blow Steve-O's yeah. latest special. That you'll see exactly how it's done. Yeah, watch yeah. Steve-O's latest special. Ain't no big deal. Oh, no. You've oh had yeah, worse. you got it. Dude, I, I interviewed Steve-O one time, and I thought he was gonna die. Like literally, he was so drugged up. This is like ten years ago. The publicist brought him in. And she was apologizing. He was, a, and I, I felt so bad for him. Like literally, I thought he was gonna die, uh-huh. right? And I was like, "Why are y'all taking him to press?" Yeah, like yeah. this dude needs help. Like when I say he's about to die, like literally, it looked like he was about to die. Mm. Being and he would admit probably ten years ago, hundred percent. Like yeah, we yeah. Were that's why it's so cool him. to see his success right now. Like yeah. his, his sobriety and everything. Like yeah. he just he's crushing turned it around. Dude. He's a vegan. He's very successful. He's got that podcast, his Wild Ride, that's doing very well. It's amazing, man. It's great, and everybody cheers. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. He's and, been on our show ten times. Yeah, he's a great dude, and man, I wish him nothing the best, but. Nothing but the best, but I, I tell you, man, I've never interviewed someone where I was like, "Why is he here? He 
He needs help. He's about now. I'm not talking about he looked like he was a no. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if he would have died. The right craziest there. interview I've ever done was, and I've told the story before. Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Yes, love that group. Okay, one of my favorites. Uh, kept me waiting for a half hour, and I was like, okay, we're at a concert venue. Yeah. And I was such a fan. I'm like, half hour? Normally, I'm like, screw this guy. I'm, yeah. I'm going home. Uh, Scott Weiland, himself, solo, me and him at a table, going to be sitting there. His manager comes down, and he goes, hey, man, sorry he's late. He's in a bad place today. He thinks there are helicopters following him. So if you, if he brings up helicopters, just, just if you could, just... <laughs> Say, yep, I see him too. No way. He lit a cigarette while we're talking. Comes down, all frail looking. Cool as hell looking too. He had a big hat on. Oh, yeah. But he was frail. And, you know, like rock star, Scott Weiland, cool frail. Yeah, I got you. I got Uh, you. Lit a cigarette. Didn't take a drag off the cigarette the entire interview. Uh, by the end of the interview, he had about 20 burn holes in his pants. Because it just <laughs> Oh, Because <laughs> the ashes just, just kept dropping. Kept dropping. And I just did, just went on with it. He did he get, mention helicopters? He didn't. He wound up, and this was at a, a ho-ho show. So the, the radio station's, like, Christmas show. Yeah. He wound up getting booed off the stage that night. Wow. He played no Stone Temple Pilot stuff. It was Scott Weiland solo. Oh, they nobody wanted him. to see that. Nobody wanted to see that. Nobody wants to see that. And they booed him off the stage that night. You know what's interesting to me? He died it? shortly thereafter. Mm. Wow. So do you have the last interview with him? I don't have the the last interview with him. One of the last. One of, you know, he died, I think, maybe a year later. So. Oh, wow. In his tour bus. It's awful. Dude, that's my fear is dying in a hotel room. Is it yeah, really? dude, that was my biggest sadness. It seems so lonely. That was yeah. my. Right? That was my. That was what made me. Well, I mean, obviously, it made me sad that that we lost Bob Saget in, yeah. in general. But my second thought was, oh my god, I, I'm I'm so saddened by the fact that he was alone in a hotel room. Yeah, like, that's, that, that's the nightmare. That's mm-hmm. that is like I travel all the time, and I'm like, dude, <clears throat> it's just like in a hotel, the one of the dirtiest places yeah, in the world, yuck. and you're alone in this yeah. room, and random people that don't even love you find you. I know, yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. Worst, it's horrible man. to think yeah. about. Like, I don't do any drugs or anything like that for me, but like, it's just, it's just frightening. You don't have to. No. I got yeah. food poisoning on the road one time, and Did I was you? like, holding a trash can, throwing up, Diarrhea, crazy, and I'm like, this is my Lenny Bruce moment. hundred uh, percent. Some maid is gonna find me <laughs> sprawled oh, out no. on the dude. So speaking about floor of a dreary inn. Let me, let me tell you what comforts me in dying. I was on a plane, and I, I don't know if I was dehydrated or whatever, but I was woozy, sick, just like you, yeah. not throwing up. But I got up. I felt like I had to throw. Yeah, up, yeah. Right. Oh, no. And I remember taking two steps, and nothing. And I wake up. A black dude had my legs above my head, and he was in between them. And he goes, you okay? And I'm like, I don't oh, know. Am I? What? <laughs> what? The guy was, it was a Southwest guy. They were trying to get blood to my head. So the first oh. thing they tell you is to lift up the legs. So literally, he said, you fell, your head fell between two nurses oh. that Holy caught you. Holy cow. Wow. Random. Two nurses that caught you. They wow. told me what to do. Raise his legs, get blood to his head. So... To me, that made it like, oh, that's what happens when you die. Like, if I would have never woke up, I would have never known. So it's kind of like that moment was like, oh, this is death. You're just gone. Right. 
out. Oh, man, Nothing. I died on a Southwest flight? Yeah, no, man. No. But no, they brought me back to life, man. <laughs> oh, no. Lucky. That's Did you come quiet. to and see that dude between your legs? That's what just, I, I just came whisper. to and a guy had my a black dude barrel. in between what my legs. What if he was powdering you okay? your butt and putting a diaper on you? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought a black man, I would wake up and a black man is between my legs going, you okay? You okay? Oh, <laughs> man. Well, listen, Merry Christmas. <laughs> He's like, uh, on that note, Merry Christmas, you gotta go. Well, we gotta take one final break. Uh, we love you. I love you, too. Uh, Oh, we have to present you with the third timer certificate. Oh, yes. What? This is the third time on the show. (laughs) You are now an official (laughs) member of the third timers club, Michael Yo. Wait, who's number one? How many? Who has the most? We have two people that have jackets. So five times you get a jacket. Three people with jackets. Oh, yeah. Well, I know Nikki Glazer's got a jacket. Yes. That jacket right there. See that jacket? Two more visits that could be yours. What? Jim ben Florentine's Bailey. got a jacket. And? Oh, Ben Bailey's ben got a jacket. Bailey. Oh, yeah, Ben. Oh, yeah. All white people. Florentine. Uh, yeah, that would never I happen to get... black <laughs> not, not a black girl. <laughs> Everybody gets a jacket Wait, black Jim Florentine's <laughs> white? <laughs> oh, Jim Florentine. He's white? Wait, what, what color is he? I, I don't even know who he's, he's white. He's white. He's white. Yes, correct. You, Wait, you Nikki, scared me. I was Nikki like, is Glazer's it? white? <laughs> I love Nikki. She has... She's like, she's the first person to let me up at the DC Improv. I popped in on her show and she let me. It's, she's awesome. She, yeah, awesome. I think she's the first recipient of the of yeah. the sequined red mm-hmm. jacket, so. five timers club. Probably jacket. the best looking in the jacket as well. I was Excuse just like, me? Throw that out uh, there. I'll beg just, to differ, Ben. Just, w- just wait. Just, <laughs> yeah. I put this jacket on. See Michael Yo at the uh, Funny Bone Westport tonight, seven thirty. Tomorrow, seven thirty. Nine thirty. Saturday, seven and nine thirty. The Yo Show podcast. Yes, and, and I got a new TV show coming out in January on A and E called A Thousand. Ways to dine. Oh, to dine or die. Dine. Dine. That's cool. It's places that getting there could kill you. Oh, interesting. It's crazy. Like right. off, cl- like restaurants off cliffs, oh, nice. underwater, all different kinds Any of cave food exchange on uh, there. No, <laughs> you've no. been there. No, I've never been. No. But we have season footage two. Of it. Food exchange. There you go. All right. Well, good luck. Merry Christmas. Merry and we'll Christmas. see you next December. All Michael, right. yo, everybody. Yeah. Right, one final break. We'll come back. Wrap it up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, and that is it for us. Uh, one more show left in 2023. That happens tomorrow. And then uh, we bid adieu for the year, and we'll see you again in 2024. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Oh. I can't wait to see our gifts tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah. You going to miss the audience? I'm going to miss the audience, man. I'm going to miss hearing those cars honk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Seeing people swerve when you say so something sweet. correct. Uh, say something funny. Ugh. You're going to miss those hate emails, you know, that we get sometimes. Oh, stop what, it. What? Not, not our crowd. Oh, I'm sorry. You're These right. These folks you're right. are amazing. They never do that. You know what? In the last week, I've been called hateful, that I'm a fat ass, that I should stop wearing bell bottoms, and that I'm a bad cat mom. I've had a hell season. of a week. Wow. It's a great time. <laughs> it's a great time. All right. Tomorrow, uh, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll do the gift exchange. Friday Fail Stories, the final e-memoriam of the year. Hmm. Uh. Best we'll, of. We'll, we'll wrap her up. Uh, don't forget, uh, live number two show at noon today with Rafe. That's right. Uh, phone number? It's 818-532-1420. That's 818-532-1420. We're talking holiday horrors, holiday mishaps, holiday plans, anything you need advice about. This is the holiday edition. Hit me up or leave me a message on the Point app. All right. Uh, don't forget, uh, Sunday, December 2, Rizmember 3. Over at the South Broadway Athletic Club, that starts at 3 o'clock. Moon is at DB's for football. That's right. On Sunday, uh, beginning noon, at noon. Noon to 2. I will have three I have three pairs of Steel Panther tickets for that night, that concert going on that night. Uh, for the first three people to come up and say, energy up, I will oh, hand nice. them to you for nothing more than just a solid 
Encouraging energy, energy up. And a, and a chest bump. Mm, yeah. No. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe a hug. <laughs> a kiss. A kiss no, on the cheek. No, yeah, no touchy. Thank you. Ki- no, tongue yeah. kiss. No touchy, no kiss. No. And an energy up. No. Butterfly yeah. kisses. <laughs> I will well, accept butterfly kisses. <laughs> and a, hand him a biscuit. Yeah. No yeah. biscuits. This, this guy biscuit. hates biscuits. Keep your biscuits. All right. Uh, podcast is titled My Mouth is Different Than My Feet. Okay. <laughs> and with that, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots. Proud sponsor of Team Riz. Hit up hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From the STL, Jeff McCartney is yeah, our team. Yeah, the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.